Hey, Natty Professor, I don't know that. Oh, maybe. Oh, I'm thinking. Of, oh, I'm thinking of Doctor Doolittle. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, no, no, no. More kid friendly. <laughs> so, the jokes in it, honestly, and like, and this is just from watching it now recently, the jokes don't feel like they're making fun of him because of he's fat. Like he's fat, and he does things happen because he's fat. But like, it never feels like it's like the joke is, "Ha ha, you're fat." Except for the Dave Chappelle thing, but. It oh, has yeah. to pay off because of the buddy love part. So it's that. But most of the jokes are just like, oh, he's big, so we hit something. I'm fat. I knock over shit all the time. I completely understood. I was like, oh, he's living my life. <laughs> it wasn't, 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 wasn't making fun of me. It's like, oh, yeah, back to knock shit over. Like, it happens. <laughs> I'm glad that you're so comfortable <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> to admit that on Beyonce's internet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, look, look. Come on, look. At a certain point, you got to live with with what you with, with what you are. So I ain't going. But so, but I don't know. I thought it was amusing because it's like I thought it would not hold up because I'm like, oh, it's probably a bunch of fat shaming in it. But nah, half the messaging is like, nah, be cool with who you are. And I'm like, oh, be yourself. I mean, especially yeah, especially the whole family scene. Hey, basically, just talk about being obese, and they're like happy about it. And I'm like, that that doesn't age well, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just glad the one that, that has the Hercules clapping. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I'm glad yeah. that finally died out because there was like yeah. at least a two year period where you couldn't go anywhere without someone going, oh, Hercules, Hercules. I didn't know it yeah. died out. I still use it sometimes. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to so in right now. <laughs> but that, fits, that totally fits my brand. I'm, I'm always using old black people stuff. I, I have a question since we're talking about Nutty Professor and all that stuff. Um, sorry. Okay. Hey, um, hey, Dean Winchester. Hey, yeah, he, he always makes a cameo. <laughs> um, what can can we talk about now? Medea versus. Oh, we do you that? Talk, yeah, yeah, that was. Let's go for it. Let's and, go and for not, it. It's not necessarily. Medea, <laughs> not no actual Dean Winchester, not the Medea. <laughs> uh, it is just Tyler Perry in general. Tyler Perry, Versus not who? necessarily just not Medea. Uh, um, well, I'll go ahead, Lisa. I mean, let Phil Ron yeah, in. Go ahead. The, the Why thoughts, don't you explain so. Tyler Perry? Okay, to yeah. so no, I'm not trying to explain. I'm I'm genuinely curious because I want to like they hate Tyler Perry and they, they like who? refuse. Oh, time out, time Jason out, and out. Jason. You guys hate Tyler Perry? Time out, time I out. Do. If Tyler Perry is watching this right now, I do not hate him. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, not as a person. Yeah. Not as a person. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Right. no. Let me make sure. But they, don't they, they don't, they don't want to watch work. any of his movies. I have the, I always am like, hey, can we watch? And they're like, Ugh, nope, we don't want to watch Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> For the fact, and I'm not I talking about it. Jason won't watch them. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about like the Medea movies, which I watch, I watch those. And so I'm genuinely curious like i've been saying like i want to talk about what y'all have against him i just don't i don't get it because in my like i ha obviously have a different lens than y'all so um because you're a you lady know, yes uh, so i'll take <laughs> but the like first the, the Tyler the movies that i watch i mean because i do watch the Medea ones but i also watch the other ones and he makes very serious 
con like stuff that people don't talk about and i don't know and even his medea movies get pretty serious honestly they get pretty dark sometimes so <laughs> i just want to know like why y'all hate them why you hate okay those movies? i'll start with mine uh my mind is a personal bias like everything in my life um i like how <laughs> perry as a person i think it's black excellence to the 20 millionth degree especially as people like me and jason talk about how the black movie thing has died out more than it used to be in the 80s, 90s, 70s, and beyond, you know, whatever. My issue with Tyler Perry is that one, them wigs be terrible. And if you're gonna have us <laughs> up in there, you give us some damn better wigs, Tyler Perry. You make too much money for them wigs to be bad. All two, the wigs be terrible for everybody. <laughs> two, I hate how he mass populates his scripts. Like you can look at him on Twitter and even Instagram. He'll have like a stack of scripts for movies, and I'm like. Bruh, like that, no, nobody makes movies that are good that's like that. And so I think if you're going to be the guy, like, you know, Hollywood usually tries to pick two, three brothers to be the guy. So right now it's like Jordan Peele and Tyler Perry. Like, you got to give us better quality when you're one of the guys that's going to do it. And then my last part that I dislike about him, and this is from my personal experience, is that um, I had a buddy of mine's whose pops is like extremely racist as hell. He loves Tyler Perry movies. And when I asked him about it, why he loves it so much, he said, oh, because I got to look at y'all Coonan. And after that, it kind of went in my mind, and I was like, ugh, yeah, I can't. I got to bow out after this. Now, granted, <laughs> he only watched the Medea stuff. He didn't watch, like, the little girl, with the one with um, Idris Alba and the one Daddy's with Jennifer. He didn't watch any of that. Yeah, yeah, he just watched the Medea ones. So my issue with him is those things. Just I think for the power, money, and influence he has, better scripts, better wigs, and it should just look better. Like, they shouldn't look like BET specials. But that's just my personal. I mean, that's where he made his money. That's where he made his bones with BET specials. <laughs> you, you're correct. <laughs> I don't know. I I have a complex relationship with, with black media as a whole. Um, I, I mean, we talked about this before because there used to be a, a, a certain quality of black movies that used to come out as from the 80s and 90s and stuff like that. And it seemed like it all faded away when Tyler Perry came into his own. And all we really got, for the most part, as the wider audience was his Medea movies, which, you know, people love. You know, I'm not going to knock it because, you know, people love. Like, you guys love Avatar? Not for me. Medea movies? Not for me. Medea goes to jail? Hilarious. Why you got to throw, throw a shot at Avatar, bro? Avatar had nothing to do with this. Like, it's on the other end of the spectrum of this. Because <laughs> no, these these movies are super, super popular. And every time I see it, I don't, I'm like, I don't know why. Um, a lot of times I feel like, firstly, there's the complex uh, narrative of in order for you to get famous in Hollywood as a black male, you got to put on a dress. And I don't feel like, and you know, I know like Dave Chappelle, a lot of black actors have had like issues with that. Either you like and their careers with that, and it's 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 not funny to have a man wearing dress. It's I like that's just people's lives, and like a lot of the jokes come from it's Tyler Perry as a woman, you know. And I don't really like that kind of aspect of it. Um, but I would just like for if you have that kind of like money and power for you to branch out in your storytelling a little bit, like you know Tyler but Perry could have. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, but like there is like a sort of like through line in Hollywood that black stories can only be about a set amount of subject matter. And 
And when you get to the point where you can literally make whatever you want, like Tyler Perry can, and you're still kind of making these same sort of stories, that's kind of disappointing to me. And I'm like, and, and Tyler Perry isn't the kind of guy who just like, you know, makes video movies. Like he's in he's in Star Trek. He's in a lot of other bigger, other other or not bigger, but other Hollywood Al- movies. Alex Cross, <laughs> Alex Cross, you know, other genres. But like he only sits to serve us the same genre that we've always been having when he could be. And like that's just my personal opinion of it, you know. You know, he doesn't have to do anything that does he doesn't want to do, obviously. But like, you know, if Tyler Black Perry made a billion dollars, he could be making like black fantasy or black sci-fi or you know, other things like that. And and it's just kind of disappointing to me that you know, at being a person who could who has the power to create literally whatever he wants, he hasn't branched out in that way. And that's Black just struggle. Like, yeah, uh, it's always like that struggling in the ghetto. And you know, uh, what's it? Uh, Boondocks is a really put, pretty good <laughs> parody of, of Tyler Perry movies, where it's like the light skinned guy who believes in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go save you, girl. <laughs> dark skinned guy, abusive. <laughs> abusive dark skinned guy. <laughs> Probably Blair Underwood. More likely than not, it's gonna play the dark skinned yeah. role. Um... And the light skinned role is, is common or somebody. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shamar, is it Shamar Moore? It's gonna be the light skinned guy. <laughs> Just got out of jail, but he changed his life for God. Um, what, what are your thoughts, Ron? Because I know we have <laughs> Yes, allow me to retort. Um, so I'm not. So me personally, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of Tyler Perry movies, but I think the pushback. And it's not so much a pushback, but I think the counter argument I would give to you, Jason, is a few things. One, if you go back and you look at the movies of the '70s, the black exploitation movies, a lot of those movies that were created by black filmmakers. Were movies yeah. of the time that kind of fit a particular genre that black people at the time were getting into that you could look at today and say kind of fit a negative a, a quote-unquote negative stereotype you know mm-hmm. and so that's not anything new to like tyler perry didn't invent that yeah he didn't invent that right <laughs> um so two i think i think it's unfortunate for black filmmakers because you know you i think in every genre you have you have white filmmakers who are making movies that kind of appeal to a, a lower brow form of uh white characters they're not gonna get the kind of scrutiny that black people that black filmmaker would for obvious reasons but i think calipari knows how to make the kind of movies he knows how to make and he's not trying to make a right movie that he's not that he's not equipped to make and i think he owns that and he, those movies have empowered him to be the first black person to create his own studio. And I think through that studio, he's doing some of the things that you sounds like you wish he would do in front of the camera, that he's empowering black filmmakers to do, you know, behind the camera and below the line. And so I think while there is a fair critique of the kind of stories he tells and the kind of stereotypes that they portray, there is a enough black people who relate to those stories and they know characters like that and it has empowered him to create and do something that does empower other black people and more importantly he was able to really help um the prince and princess of uh of yes, England. Wales. <laughs> yeah. Of Wales, right. yeah. Harry well, and Megan. Megan. Megan, right? Harry and Megan. Yes, if for no yes. other reason, okay, yeah, we run. That is his purpose on earth. 
That was a joke. Look, the other right. stuff is, is for real. But, but I, I out. The like, Sussexists weren't ever going to be homeless. Let's just get that out the way. <laughs> they weren't also, going to be I mean, in LA <laughs> living in a box. I'm a, look, I'm going to have to keep it a bean on that whole thing. Like, look, you know, I ride for everybody black. You know, I'm always like, even when Herschel Walker couldn't speak, I was like, everybody. I can't, I'm not going to support you, but I'm going to be. I'm gonna be like, look, Everybody. you know, yeah, yeah. Even the guy Blitler, Kanye West running around, I would never not invite him to the cookout. It's just the crazy uncle that gonna be on the side. But Meghan Marco wasn't rocking with us. She's not rocking with us until oh, yeah. some jokes was racist, and she was like, "Oh, because I'm black." And we're like, "Yeah, we the prince." Well, she ain't kidding well, about she, us. When she was suits, she, she wasn't out here repping. She went out here with the black fist and suits. She was just like, "Can I pass?" Well, like, I think also, nah, Meghan man, I ain't like, doing it. I think Megan actually like is eloquent in saying like I didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff growing up because people always perceived me as white until yeah. I was not white and then I was like oh shit <laughs> I think she has oh no I'm not blaming her for this I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like us as a culture oh we yeah we were fucking her. and protected her and I'm like <laughs> she ain't need no protection she I right. like she could she married a prince <laughs> she's right, going right. to lie. <laughs> Okay. Can you imagine any other Disney princess be like, hey, look here, man, I need protection from going up to be royalty. Guys, we be like, no, we'd be like, mm -mm. you good, you got this. Right. Clearly, like, you never I'm... saw Cinderella too, because she did need oh, protection from oh, the royal family. Any direct to video Disney sequel is not existing in my lives unless it's return to Jafar. That's the rule. Uh, oh. What about Atlanta and the 40 Thieves, man? That was a good one, too. Oh, you oh. mean the one where he meets his father? That's a dead Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you've been dead. <laughs> as, as, a, as a guy that accepted Aladdin as the first black Disney character, I'm not going to ignore that one, too. Like, <laughs> they did in my eyes. That's why he was an orphan. They died. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I don't need the dead Tyler, father angle. <laughs> speaking of Tyler Perry, did you all watch, did you, did you all watch Atlanta? Yes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Did, I saw that episode. You, yes. Did you see that the work ethic episode? <laughs> yes. That was so good. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Watching, kinda... was a, <laughs> that was an episode yeah, he... where uh, V and her daughter go to studio, uh, and it's a Tyler Perry s studio, and <laughs> the Tyler Perry uh metaphor is speaking from speakers and he's directing everything like god oh my god <laughs> and uh and it has it, it almost has like a, a weird twilight zone ish mm -hmm. ending when he meets the, the tyler perry character when she meets the tyler perry character. but uh yeah anyway i don't want to take it's this like, off topic. no no it's, that's funny that's because i thought the same thing it had a weird especially when he leaves it's like she'll be back or something like that like very ominous as they right. leave out and uh also know what i thought about it related to um what was the really bad matrix the second one we're like <laughs> really anyone after the first one. one. Literally anyone after the first one. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't yeah. include the fourth one. I, I don't include the fourth one. I have a I have a list of movies that don't exist. Um The Fourth Matrix, Rocky Five, uh Crystal Skull. Like I have a list of them. <laughs> yes. like, if you bring them up in conversation, Wait, I'm gonna be like, Rocky I have no Five? idea what you're talking about. Star Trek that's Star the one where um, well. Tommy Gunn. Yeah, that's where I don't know fights. if I've seen that one. He, he basically good for you because it doesn't exist. White guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Um, so I put that in there, but remember the part where he gets, I guess, whatever the white dude that 
had the screens. I thought about that with the Tyler, the Tyler Perry episode. It was like, oh, because he was like running it and had the screens in the background. Oh, and right. Was, yeah. <laughs> so. Jared. Oh, hey, no man. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> look. Um, Jaren, don't be hating on us, man. Don't be, don't be telling me, look here, man. Look. Firstly, Jaren, you're Irish. I don't even understand why you rock with any of the royals in the first place. I mean, That's true. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I think that they've moved on. <laughs> no. no. They're not salty about it at all. Like, no. ever. Like, Jaren still gets mad if we say an Irish car bomb for a drink. He gets pissed. Yeah, so I wonder it? why. Yeah, like that happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> and people like yeah. him. <laughs> Oh, I understand, but yeah, yeah, he, he has not let it go. He is—he's taking this to the grave with him. His kids will carry this cross as he goes on. Uh well, any other? I had a list of things that to talk about. For yeah, the I'm show, talking about but... the stuff that you were advertising to the whole world that we were going to talk about. Yes. Um, what would we like to start? Oh, let's start with uh, Lisa hates alien aliens, and we'll start there. What? So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow, Jesus, help me. <laughs> so, so last time you were on, Ron, I hadn't seen it. So the guys were like, let's do retro reviews, and we'll watch it, and we'll talk about it. And, um, yeah, I just think it's just not for me. It, it's just... <laughs> yeah. so I was so diplomatic. <laughs> Is it because like you don't like horror or thriller? You don't like good movies? Like what is it about? <laughs> no, like I mean, honestly, it doesn't make sense because I usually like love movies like that. And like okay. I love, you know, badass female leads and I love like sci-fi. Okay. I love all that stuff. Okay. So I was really bored. It took me three days to watch Alien, the first one. Three days. Are you, wait, are you talking about Alien or Aliens? Both the of first them. <laughs> yeah, Alien, aliens, you were aliens bored. Are... You were bored watching Aliens. No, no, not Aliens. I was bored watching okay. Alien, the, the first one. I can see that. I mean, I can see it. I mean, so my husband just had boring. to keep saying, "It's okay. It really picks up. It's okay. It's really good to pick up." And then we're like an hour in. I'm like, I need to like take a snack break or something because this is. Just... <laughs> but what was about Aliens that you? didn't like oh god can you guys remember um uh, she didn't like bill paxton i know bill paxton like... annoyed me if i had to hear him say man one more time i was going to just shoot my tv like <laughs> um and then you know just like little things like everything's unstable and then the lady's still there with like the gun shooting things and like things just don't make sense and and apparently they had explained how you could blow up the alien without the blood killing everything but i missed that part i don't know they don't, it, there's no point where they blow up an alien and, and well, like the where they like do something there was a point they, where like the blood flames throw the alien because yes. they say the flames right. neutralize the but yeah. blowing him up i didn't think that that was i didn't think that that was believable <laughs> i just thought oh, that was dude. easy cop out i don't know just little things and uh yeah i and i just said i think it's just one of those i just had to be there but like, None of us, I mean, me and Jason are under forty, so neither. Okay, of no, us no. I'm thinking. I would have watched it as a teenager. I think I would have enjoyed it because movies Game like over, that man, didn't right. exist. 
So, um, you know, and like you didn't have a lot of female leads and all that stuff. So I think if I would have watched as a teenager, I would have ate that shit up and I've been like sticking with it. But now I'm just like. I mean, there's... I mean, one of the problems when you're debating movies is it's so subjective. Um, I mean, I think mm-hmm. this is I think you could argue that your analysis of it is completely wrong. <laughs> it is there are few there are few movies lisa that are empirically amazing mm-hmm. um this is one of them mm-hmm. and i watched it again like some 30 plus years later i think it holds up like it's still mm-hmm. exciting the jokes are still funny it's got to be one of the most quotable movies Yes. Ever, you know, <laughs> game over, man. Why don't you put her in charge? High terminator. <laughs> and and of course, the people in the hall, like, you know, get away from her. You, I mean, you can just go yeah, get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> um, but then, but I think beyond that, you have, and and the extended version, they get into this more. But you have like the story side of Newt and Ripley, and the and the and the the bond that they form, and like, and then once it gets going. Like it just doesn't stop. It's like a roller coaster ride. I mean, James fucking cameraman. Like, <laughs> and I think that's another thing is because they had me watch uh, several James Cameron movies in a short amount of time. And maybe you just got James Cameron overload or something. Maybe, but I noticed a lot of things where I was just like, "Oh, this is totally like, this is this is just like Avatar, and this is just like Titanic, and this is blah blah blah." Like, I can just see where he's just like using right. things. I'm like. He just well, reused the same old stuff over and over. Like, all aliens came after Aliens. So. Yeah, like a- yeah, Aliens. <laughs> they were reusing it in those movies, yeah. not in this yeah. one. <laughs> but so, it holds uh, up, like it, like visually, it it holds up. Yeah, like I was, does. I mean, really, really does. And even I thought yeah. the Alien looked great, and you know, the shots were beautiful and everything. I was just bored out my mind. <laughs> You're bored watching Aliens. Yes. No, yeah, Alien, yeah. the first one. Oh, sorry. The first one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The yeah. second one, I was not bored. I just didn't. You didn't like it. It annoyed me but, that they didn't but listen to her. Like, it. There's one thing I know, they, like it. They, they lie. No, oh, I God. didn't say that. I, didn't, that's, <laughs> I feel like... I feel like you gave it like a two or one point five. Like I feel like it was a very low score. I did. I feel like I did. Yeah, that's probably... I probably gave it like two point five. Yeah, out of five. Out of five. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. Who who do you think has the better badass turn, Ash from the Evil Dead or Ellen in Aliens? Like who becomes more of a badass from where they started to where they ended? Ellen in Aliens. Uh, Ripley. Oh, Ripley. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ellen Ripley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Ash is. I never you know, Evil Dead, so I can't say. I don't watch. I don't do horror. Really, oh, right. you're not really missing that much. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just try to come out in the back of my, my back there. Oh. I reach really it. The least is the army of darkness. I don't think. <laughs> I've seen, army, I've a, seen every Evil Dead. It's okay. Like, uh, Evil Dead one is throwaway. Honestly. No, it's not. It's oh, better yes. than the second one. You're crazy. Now the second one gets the tone right. And the first one is just it's not just next. Next, let's just talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah. I know we're gonna have to watch that stupid pre- y'all are gonna make me watch that other one, and we'll just talk about it when y'all make me watch that stupid movie coming up. 
I think if you saw uh, Alien in the theater, the first one, Alien in the theater, you would be mm-hmm. more entertained. Because I saw that when it re-released on IMAX, and I'd already seen, always seen it in on TV because I, I was a child when it was right. on HBO. But I saw it again in the re-release on IMAX, and I was like amazed. You said right? Alien or Aliens? Alien. Oh, Aliens okay. has always been good. It doesn't need to be re-released by Max. It's yeah. just awesome. Okay. All okay. Time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But you know, James Cameron did say, which I know he did the second one, Aliens, but he says that he he makes his movies intended to only be viewed in the theater. So I yeah, would yeah. imagine that Aliens that. would also be great. Yeah, it was. In a theater. That's the one who was there. It was. <laughs> all right um, i was too worried about the cat if i'm gonna be very honest the cat is the only one that lives in this about the cat and no one would tell me if the cat lived or died and so just like i swear to god if i watch this whole movie and this freaking cat dies i'm gonna lose my mind she lived she left the cat on earth the cat is the only one that lives yes yeah oh yeah you're right oh man See, let's make a decision about that cat, man. Yeah, cat's like not going with you. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> stay right here. You know what? Your your nine year old daughter needs a cat. I'm gonna go hang out with her <laughs> in in the grave because she's dead by the time Ripley comes. Hey, it's better than going it back into space. I'll tell yeah, you that's that. a good point. Especially I mean, what happens in Aliens Three. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I hate Aliens Three is because I mean, spoiler mm. alert for it, they a thirty year old movie. <laughs> Killing everybody who survived aliens. Yeah, it's like yeah. you go oh. through this whole thing with aliens, only to yeah. uh, well, they're all going to die in it. Yeah, like Resident Evil did that, right? I think. I don't know. I don't watch. Which I think Resident Evil did movie. that like a couple of times. Oh. Yeah. everybody. You talk about a convoluted timeline. Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil no is kidding. that. Oh my god. And they still can't get it right. <laughs> yeah. No, even the new one was like straight butt cheeks. <laughs> I don't even think I saw the new one. The TV right. show is I mean, is awful. It oh, is I forgot about that too. Awful. Oh yeah, oh. I watched every single episode hoping it would get better, and it did not. <laughs> I forgot all about the TV show. That's how far I implanted it in the back of my mind. See, I'm gonna add that to the list. Uh, Resident Evil TV show does that exist? <laughs> didn't oh boy like had that fake ass blade co- uh, costume yeah, he had a, in there? He had a, a box <laughs> co- like famously bald, a uh, Lance uh, Riddick. <laughs> And they're gonna put him in a in a cheap kid and play wig. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> with a blade Ron, outfit. If you yeah. don't like horror movies, do you watch? Do you like vampire movies, or does that fall it's, in the? It takes, it, it's so the only kind of the horror movies that I usually don't mess with, like um, usually like the spiritual stuff. That's from my, you know, regress spiritual. I mean, Christian like The Exorcist and things. Don't fuck with oh, no yeah, Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, like, no ghosts. Like, yeah. The, the grunge, forget that. Yeah. Um, okay. I saw Megan last night, and they had a trailer for. I think it's another Evil Dead. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. Yes. Not messing nope. with that. Nope. 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 Stay at um, home for that one too. <laughs> smile. Nope. Nope. Ne- anything from Ari Aster? Hell oh. no. Hell no. Yes. But I can do like I like stuff like Megan. I can do. I don't even. I wouldn't even call that horror. It um, definitely not scary. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I like sci-fi, like I like Alien, the first one. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that. Like monster type movies, I can I can deal with. Um, 
I liked Scream, like the original Scream when it came oh, out. Yes. Because um, it was kind of funny, campy. So it's, but okay. it's usually those kind of funky, freaky, spiritual stuff that I just can't. So make. this one, okay. uh, this movie uh, is on the sci fi plus spiritual event horizon. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I know oh. that's the one. Sam Neill's in that one, right? Yes. And, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I did, but it, see, so there's a really cool podcast called, um, oh, what's it called? It's called uh, Spoiled, or, hey, let me quick look it up real quick. It's called, uh, oh, no, that's not it. Uh, Frank, uh, damn it. Don't you hit it when you want to look something up and the thing you, oh, Ruined. It's called Ruined. Ah. Have you heard of that podcast? Mm-mm. This is no, a no. fun podcast. It's with Allison Levy. These are two comedians. So the the premise is the two co-hosts. One's a comedian. Um, they're both kind of comedians, but one hates horror films, so she never watches them. And the other one loves horror films. So each episode, they ruin a horror film, and they go step by step. And what they do is they have the person who doesn't like horror films watch the trailer, and then she'll try to guess what the movie's about. And then the person who loves horror films. We'll just go through the whole movie explaining it. And at the end, she'll ask the other host, can you guess what the twist is? So they do it in a really funny way. So I listened to their, I think I listened to their episode of Event Horizon. So I kind of have an idea of what happens at the end of that one. Uh, Um, Yeah, my parents took me to go see that in the theaters when I was uh, uh, 12. Scarred for life. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I write about this in my book where I had... Like my mom took me to my brother and I to go see Amityville Horror when mm-hmm. we were seven mm-hmm. or maybe mm. eight. I was like eight or nine. Same thing. It's like, <laughs> I don't, how do you how do you take? I had this theory that you know because she was a single mom, like maybe she couldn't find a um, a babysitter. Or babysitter. Something. <laughs> yeah. But but there's something about there's something about black mamas taking their kids to inappropriate movies when they're yes. <laughs> yes. Like, especially that nowadays like nowadays you can take your kid give them a tablet they'll never look up at the screen they'll be right. fine whatever right. but back then it's like we're watching that movie with yeah. you <laughs> look I saw Boomerang in the theater with my moms and I was like and that is my daughter I'm like I would never take my kids to see Eddie Murphy Boomerang like what are you talking about Oh man, I'm 39. So no, how old were you at the time she took? You? Oh, at the time I was. Oh, I was so in that was like three sure. years ago. So you were like, you were like 30. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, nine <laughs> Mark, yeah. I, I can't Mark. relate. Yeah, yeah. Some, they have some good Project. books. Yes. My mom took me to go see Schindler's List. My mom always said like I was quiet and therefore I, she could like. Just sit me there and know that I wouldn't ruin the movie for her. So, because she didn't <laughs> take my other siblings, she just took me. <laughs> yeah. You're her favorite. <laughs> I know that. So that's obvious. <laughs> if you're listening, my siblings, I know that I'm the favorite. It's obvious. Yeah. They tell right. me anyway. Do you refer to your siblings as my siblings? Well, I, I, there's a lot of them, so I can't. Okay. I you can't like referring to them all will take a long time. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you want to go ahead and start, Jason? Whenever you're ready, we you can actually start the show. Do I, yeah, 33. Do the thing now. 
You want to do 33 uh, minutes? Geez, or we can do oh. this like in, in, in 32 in 30 seconds. Okay. Just. Oh, because Lisa, <laughs> yeah, okay. 32 it is. So um, everybody get the jitters uh, out. I, we already we need, to, we need to get together so I can actually open this up and drink this, you know, eventually. Oh man, going out here. Well, we, we could have got together on Monday, but oh, I gotta take my kids to the track meet. I know, I gotta be a dad. <laughs> Ooh, I know, right? It was a- <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, everybody, welcome to the Head Cannon Circus podcast. I am your host, or at least for right now, Jason. This is what I'm doing. This is this is the thing I'm doing today. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We have a wonderful show for you today, and we also have a special guest, Mr. Ron Dawson. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing good. So you mean that the first 30 minutes we were just talking was not part of the show? Just us yes. messing around. Yes. It's a part of the we show. We call that cannon fodder. Cannon yeah, fodder. <laughs> I don't have to get my pajamas on. <laughs> of course, we also have my lovely co-host. I didn't think of a clever like uh, analogy for us today because I was too busy working on our website. So, Jason, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I actually like this formal presentation than like you know leading me in with like words of affirmation. So I'll just take it and say I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm doing well. How about yourself, Jason? Uh, you know what? Another day in paradise. You know, just a squirrel actually, trying to get a nut. As they say, <laughs> last week my one of my people at work watched the show, and they were like, "Um, is this an inside joke?" I said, "What he's mean is inside joke." He's like, "You kept calling the other guy Jason too." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's his name." He's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah," he's like, "That that got really confusing when Lisa would be it like, says well, Jason did this." <laughs> and I was what, like, "Yeah." <laughs> do you know what amazes me is that y'all can tell who I'm talking about. Like, oh, yeah. And I, and I, it's just so funny well, to me. And I, it's just like, you can always just tell who I'm talking about when I say your name and it doesn't matter. Like, I don't change anything. You guys just, you're chastising me. me oh, for that's being a dick. accurate. That's okay. <laughs> she always has to reclaim her time from you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sure <laughs> It's a tone thing. It's like, it's like with my mom, you know, when you know you're in trouble, <laughs> you know, she says your name in a special way. Speaking yeah. of mothers, Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing great, y'all. I had a little, I had a little okay. fluster earlier. I couldn't get my mic to work, and then my earbuds were messing up, and I was eek. So, but it's fine. My assistant got me some Bicerono, so now I am. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, you were complaining that you didn't have any alcohol. And you I forgot I had to hide the Bicerono from you guys, so you wouldn't drink it all on Monday. So, oh, yeah, it's good. It definitely killed that second. Especially when the dogs winning. Yeah, sixty-five to seven. Come on, it was awesome. Uh, also, people, mm-hmm. don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Feed the algorithm. The algorithm yeah. then feeds us yeah. food because mm-hmm. I'm hungry out here and I need it. Also, what happens if we get to 5,000 subscribers? Yeah, uh, if we get to 5,000 subscribers, uh, Jason and I, the other Jason, will go with Lisa to hot yoga. And we black. We don't want to do anything hot at all. <laughs> That's true. That's and true. we'll live stream it or we'll record it if we can't live yeah. stream. Are you all in the same town, same city? Yes, unfortunately. Ish. Well, ish. We're in the same county. <laughs> nah, Jason live in Logan. That's all the way out there. And That's how about how are you going to be like, yes, unfortunately? What do you mean, unfortunately? <laughs> like, <laughs> we do have fun. <laughs> Also, uh, January 25th, we are doing our next book club month book. We're doing the fifth season by N.K. Jessamine. I am almost done. Almost there with this book. 
As you can see, it is thick, like you know, grandma's homemade biscuits and gravy. So <laughs> he's he's editing himself for you, Ron, because usually <laughs> when it says something else. Oh, <laughs> Ron watches the show, he knows what I say. <laughs> What was it like? Uh, a pregnant Latino woman? Listen, one week, yeah. It was like, like your mama one week. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Look, there's only so many things you can say after the words thick, you know, thick like, you know, the apple bottom. Biscuits and gravy. Pick up the book. And if you haven't picked up Ron's book, Dungeons and Do Rags, yeah. oh, pick that up. Yes. This was yeah. a great read. Uh, plugging this right here. I uh, really sure. enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so put that put yeah. that up there one go, more time. There you go. Put that up there. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> As I said, we have a great show for you today. We have Mr. Ron Dawson here just to to shoot the shit with us. You know, talk some Star Wars, talk some other nerd stuff. Uh, probably we're all going to pile on Lisa because she didn't like Andor. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we'll have the discussion set up. Um, before we get into reviews, do we want to play Trash or Treasure? Or do we want yeah, to do sure. a review? Let's it's up to you. Let's, I mean, let's... Let... We're Agenda. all live here. Agenda. Okay. Let's do Trash and Treasure then. All right, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Trash and, Trash or Treasure. This we is where we take song. some of the... I know, right? It'll probably be just like somebody throwing stuff in the trash, trash. and then like da, 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 opening up treasure. Or just play like the theme from DuckTales. I feel like that's a good mix of trash and treasure. Um, yes, so this game is where I'm going to bring up some movies that are going to come out in the next year. And you're going to say, do you think it's going to be trash or treasure? See how simple that game was? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> It's easy, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like F. Mary Kill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But you can just keep effing if you want, or keep killing if right. you want, or keep marrying if you want. Um, yeah. first movie up House Party, Lisa, Trash or Treasure? <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know what the trailer looks funny, but I feel like I'm gonna hate the movie. So, can I, I don't know, Trash? <laughs> there you go, Trash. Jason, Trash or Treasure, House Party. Uh, it's giving me uh, Space Jam 2 vibes, so it's going to be trash. <laughs> All right. Ron, trash. House Party. Trash or Treasure? I kind of feel like Lisa was... Remember the sorting hat when it was trying yeah. to decide where to put Harry Potter? Yeah. Was Lisa, and then where it was deciding to put Draco Malfoy? You just had so like a Harry Potter. Yeah, this guy's an evil prick, Slytherin. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Right. How do you even get on his head, Slytherin? (laughs) I can just feel the fascism. (laughs) Right. Right. Which you guys are correct. That makes Harry a little suspect that he could have. Oh no, Harry become a cop. He's totally a fascist. Oh yeah, (laughs) facts, facts. Just busting all all the elves for no reason, uh, just to be right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Magic Mike's last dance. Lisa, trash or treasure? Trash, trash. <laughs> well, that's what started with you. I think you'd be the only one may give it a treasure. Trash. Jason, trash or treasure? I have not seen one Magic Mike movie, uh, even though I love Channing Tatum. Yeah, trash. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Ron, trash. 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 <laughs> Watch it be the highest grossing movie of this year. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, it's be, it's that's what... be Avatar 2 by like out the water. <laughs> oh, I like how you did that out the water. Yeah, good, good there. All right, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Lisa, Trash or Treasure. 
Why are you even pawning? Treasure. I don't understand. <laughs> Why was he a pawn? Oh, Rob is the love, worst person. I love Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. It's 100% treasure. What? I guess Rob it's about the worst okay, contestant on Family Feud. What are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> or if someone's like... Strength. Gives a very stupid answer. Like, I was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> That's not in the closet. <laughs> Jason, Quantumania. Anything with Jonathan Major in it is going to be great. Treasure. Oh, there you go. Ron, Quantumania. Treasure. I'm a treasure. I'm hoping it looks like it has the potential to bring some life back to the MCU because it's, yeah. it needs it desperately. Yeah. All desperately. right. This one's Maybe gonna be that very combined with Bob Iger coming back will help. Oh yeah, my favorite. Yeah, Bob that's Iger. true. <laughs> um, this one may be a little divisive. Um, trash or treasure? Knock at the cabin, Jason. Oh yeah. Uh, in my Shyamalan, Milan. I'm sorry, that's not. Uh, yeah. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> treasure. <laughs> it's got Dave Bautista in it. <laughs> there you go, Ron. Knock at the yeah. cabin, trash or treasure. <laughs> This is one where I'm going to have to invoke Lisa here. <laughs> this is a hard one. Um, I actually haven't, like, I haven't seen his lowest. I know they, I know he's kind of like coming, he's back on the uptick. Um, ish. Ish. Uptick ish. I don't know. Is it an uptick? I feel like, I feel like you lower your expectations to meet him. What'd you say? Is it, I said, is it really an uptick when, like, you lower your expectations to meet him there? <laughs> right. gonna, if you pull yourself I down. Think I'm gonna say, I think I'm going to say trash. Okay. Fair enough. Lisa. Yeah. Knock at the okay. cabin. I'm torn with the bed. I, I don't know. It's rated R. So I have optimist. I'm optimistic that it's going to be treasure because of it's, because it's rated R. So that, no. that's what I'm... When you, you when you go into it in my movie, you're just flipping a coin because you know it's 50 50 mm, whether yeah. it's good or bad. It could be the best yeah. movie or it could be like utterly garbage, and you won't know until you get there. <laughs> um, you literally can go into the M Night movie and like the characters could be on a coin, and that's the whole twist. So that could be true. <laughs> it's been uh, a coin the entire time. Yeah. Uh, how, does, how, does, how does this group feel about Unbreakable? I love oh, I love Unbreakable. That's yeah, probably that's his true. best. Movie, I know that's opinion. wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but, it's the last airbender is his best movie. Guys. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's you know, I was giving you a hard time, Lisa. Oh, yes, I know. Okay, <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah, I got to skin. I'm with these jokers all the time. Okay, good, good. I feel like this is my second time on the show. I feel like I don't want no, to be you're good, comfortable you're good. in no. that. Means you're just it feeling like his home. Feel. That's all. That's a good feeling. That's we true. like that. Yeah, um, no, but. I have actually I have no qualms with saying that is his best. I think it's like one of the best comic book movies. I think out there mm-hmm, about is. comic book movies, and it's definitely like for me that one and his first are my two favorite. Unbreakable yeah. And I think Unbreakable. Unbreakable's rated R. I think. If I oh yeah, I would. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, that's you started seeing faults when you, when signs came out. Even though I still like signs, you started seeing uh, oh, yeah. there's some cracks here. It's going down. <laughs> yeah. Also, like I hate to say that the 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 other movies take the shine of Unbreakable when you realize the guy's weakness is water. <laughs> anyway, I mean, his weakness uh, is water and Unbreakable. Um, <laughs> they do that in the Wizard of Oz, so they can do it in that movie too. That's a good point. Fine. <laughs> 
That's a good point. Also, Jason, you did say The Wiz is the greatest musical of all time. Of all if time. If she is damaged by water, why was she sitting on a toilet? Uh, <laughs> why not? She had okay. to <laughs> Perfect. So, so Dorothy was invading her private time. Got it. Uh, Look, let's not put logic in The Wizard of Oz, all right? <laughs> um, next one, Trash or Treasure, Cocaine Bear, Ron. Oh, Treasure. That looks... That looks crazy funny. It looks totally stupid, but it looks like a, a ton of fun. Uh, Lisa, Trash or Treasure, Cocaine Bear, based off a true story. Stop. Based off a true story? Stop. Yes, it's based off a true story. Yes. That makes you treasure it even more. Yeah, that makes it a treasure right there. I did yeah. I've been I've been wavering on this, and about uh, my daughter went to see Megan with me last night, mm. so she saw the Cocaine Bear. Um, trailer, and she's just like, That movie looks like it's gonna be so good. (laughs) She's 14. (laughs) So I was just like, Well, the guys are gonna make me watch it. So, (laughs) most likely, (laughs) yeah, yes, yes. Uh, Jason, Trash or Treasure, Cocaine Bear. Now, have you ever seen Cocaine Bear on cocaine? I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be doing that. It would be the most glorious experience ever. Only if it was an Someone's IMAX gonna, 3D would make it better. Someone's going to die. Someone's going to die. Treasure. <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel like this is a clean sweep, but I, I will ask. Uh, Creed 3, Lisa, Trash or Treasure? I, 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 don't, I haven't seen the trailer for it, honestly. So I know. So I can't Not say. I mean, I'm just... I mean, I like what's his name. Can someone give me names? Because I'm Michael B. Names. Jordan. Yes, Jordan. I like him a lot. So tre- treasure. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to just skip you, uh, Jason, because we know Jonathan Majors in it is going to be a treasure. So we'll move yeah. on. Ron, uh, three, <laughs> three, treasure, treasure. Yeah, I'm going to say treasure on that one. Oh, pause. This is the one where the guy comes back from his uh, from prison. From prison. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Treasure. I say it by my statement. Okay, okay. Yeah, my, yeah. my assistant was yelling at me from the other room. I really hope Jonathan Majors beats him. He That's should clobber lane him. Like Smart Three, yeah. so we should clobber lane him and destroy him the first time, and then he, he rocks himself up for the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to see um, a documentary between, on how Jonathan Major got that body. <laughs> he rich now. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, you ain't out of shape. You just poor. Simple. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, did, did you guys see Channing Tatum did like an interview on, I think it was like Jimmy Fallon or something like that. And he was just talking about how much he hates being famous because he's like never allowed to eat anything that he wants because it, mm. like, because you know, when you have like the, the physique, he does it's all diet. So he literally just always on a diet and he's like, it's so miserable and it is exhausting. And I don't know how regular people look like this because I'm rich and I got (laughs) all this money doing it for me. And I don't know how regular people do that. And that's, that's why Dave Bautista doesn't want to do Jax anymore because he has to literally do it with his shirt off the entire time. And especially if you're wanting to get the definition, you got to like dehydrate yourself. You can't drink nothing. So yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine it's horrible. I wouldn't want to be an actor. Unless I'm like a Steve Buscemi type actor where I don't have to do anything. <laughs> she done I mean, what Jennifer Lawrence did in that last X-Men where she just wore a suit. Wore a suit, yeah. Yeah. Wear a jack suit. 
<laughs> She's like, I'm rich enough that I don't have to do this no more. <laughs> put me in a suit. <laughs> Paint my face, I mean, put me in a suit, and I'm only going to be here for like three days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be a lot easier for these celebrities if they just get night people like Rick and Morty, but that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. All right. Uh, Scream 6. Oh, geez. Trash is treasure. Now? Jason. <laughs> I mean, I like Scream 5, but like, I'm tired. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, that's a. I'll take that knife. Uh, put it right beside Lisa's. Uh, Lisa, trash the treasure. Scream. Treasure, six. treasure, treasure all day long. I love the scream movies. Absolutely. Treasure. All right, Ron. Scream six. Trash the treasure. I think if I'm going to scream movies, I'm gonna trash down. <laughs> How many times oh, is gonna be your boyfriend that's killing all these people? Like, stop right, people. It's, it's like Fast and Furious. As long as people keep going, they're gonna keep making them. So you know, family. If I was any person in the Scream universe, I'm like, it's your boyfriend, man. He's look at him. <laughs> you know, it's, and one it's of these other jokers. There's gonna be so much the boyfriend that even all the characters in the movie are like, yeah, it's usually the boyfriend. They're <laughs> like, oh, but I don't know. Has it been the boyfriend? I haven't seen the other movies. Has it been the boyfriend and, like in the last? In the fifth one, it was the boyfriend plus one oh, of the geez. friends. In the yes. fourth one, it was the cousin plus one. Yeah, of the friends. Interesting. <laughs> it was like a friend she banged, and he yeah. <laughs> was it like the third around. one, the mother of Billy Loomis? No, the second. No, one was the second the one was the mother. Who's the mother? Okay. Yeah. Who was the third? The third one, one the, was her brother. Her half brother. Oh half-brother. yeah. I mean, I can talk about it. I I can look. (laughs) I love those movies. This one is going to be the, and the sixth one's going to be the president of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Sydney's not in it though, so yeah, because she tired too. Yeah, thank God. Like, no, they wouldn't pay her. Pay her what her what she's worth. She's that franchise, and they wouldn't give it to her. So, look, uh, what movie has uh, Neve Campbell been in since Scream? Name one. Um, she was on a TV show on exactly. Names, <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's still the franchise. It doesn't change the. It doesn't change the fact that she's the look, franchise. Look, look, look. When uh, when you don't have the star power as you used to back in like the nineties, they go, oh wow, we can get you know, yeah. Eli uh, L. Fanning for half a price. Here you go. Her name is Jenna Ortega. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, it's gonna um, be like that's a short lived. Sydney should be happy because I mean, most like final girls and they stop wanting to do it, they kill them off in such an embarrassing way that you're just mad that they were in a movie. So she should be happy that she doesn't have to show up for work. They so that's freaking good. killed Dewey. So I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that well, sorry, oh, yeah. yeah, he survived a in lot. In a really bad way to too. And then like the dumbest way ever, because you know you have a gun. <laughs> Don't walk towards people who are. Using knives <laughs> until you reload. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the problem was like Dewey was confused because he's a he was a former cop and that thing had a white face. He wasn't <laughs> quite sure that. if he should shoot him or not. So, uh, what's the next one? Trash- <laughs> I gotta make sure this one's. <laughs> Look, they're gonna start thinking about anti cop here. We gotta start doing some nice things for the cops right here now. No, uh, they're gonna start pulling us cop. over. They're gonna pull us over now for no reason now. Hey, you're the guys the show, buddy. All those jokes. <laughs> You don't got no jokes now, do you? <laughs> Step outside the car, sir. Um, <laughs> trash or treasure, the new Shazam, Lisa. Oh, treasure. Mm. Yeah. R- Hell yeah. Ron, trash or treasure, the new oh, Shazam. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
like, oh, Jason, the new Shazam. I want to say it's treasure because I saw Zachary Levi at Dragon Con. He just seems like a delightful person. Mm-hmm. But who cares about Shazam? No one cares about Shazam. Like Shazam, don't I do. The Rock don't care about Shazam. He's like, I want to make a Shazam <laughs> character, and we are not going to even put Shazam in it. Like, have you all <laughs> have you all seen the Supreme the Supreme Dream skit where they do the DC Studios? Yes. Oh I just God, watched it. That was so funny. <laughs> I have to watch that. Oh God. <laughs> so um all right. Uh John Wick four. Jason, trash or treasure? Treasure. Freaking Keanu Reeves is a treasure. Yes. He could be eating a sandwich on a bench, and that's the movie. And I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you know why it's a movie? Because he's eating a sandwich on a bench, and then there's a homeless person, and he's giving them that sandwich. And he's giving them and half so the sandwich, like, and that's the movie. And give I'm like, that man an Academy <laughs> Award and like the humanitarian <laughs> award and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Rod, Trash or Treasure, John Wick 4. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely treasuring that. that <laughs> And I'm assuming Lisa, you're in treasure, treasure. mode as yeah. well. Yeah, has yeah. Keanu Reeves gotten the most out of a career where the acting has been, eh? Oh, he's a terrible I mean, actor. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he's gotten the most not. out of his career. He's not a terrible <laughs> He's actor. not terrible. He just doesn't have but, a lot of range. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Look, he's I doing like, what he does. And he in Bram Stoker's Dracula, you can really tell that he was giving his all. And he was just like, it was bad. Falling short. But he was giving, yeah. he was giving everything he got. That's in his defense, he did have a lot of great actors around him in that movie, too. So it was easier for him to stand out like a sore thumb when, you know, he had all-timers. Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary. Minor Gary. Rider was in that, right? Yeah. yeah. Technically, they're Oldman. married in Romania or something like that. Yeah. Or that's the story. Oh, well, that's weird. Okay. Um, Trash or Treasure, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Ron. This is going to sound weird coming from me, but I gotta say, trash. It does not. Wow. I'm just honestly. It's like I don't know why they can't make a really good Dungeons and Dragons movie. This does not <laughs> look like it's going to be a good dungeon. When you think about the breadth of material you have to work with, like I could, like, like a movie based around Loth as the main villain, would be so. Oh. I mean, for any Dungeons and Dragons. Nerds out there, you know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, they, demon, they, those, the demon the goddess of spiders. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. I just feel like the thousands of like um, campaigns out there, campaign manuals and books. It just seems like like this just seems like such a silly storyline, and I mean, I just feel like what you have with Dungeons and Dragons, you have something that could be on the level of Game of Thrones and I don't, and I don't know why it isn't there. <laughs> but Owlbear, Ron! Get out of yeah, here, Jaren. Jaren, that's why you're exactly. not invited on the show no more. <laughs> so, Jaren used to be our third host, and Jaren decided, F this, it's not enough diversity on this show, and he quit. So, uh, <laughs> that's the story we're going to remain to tell, no matter what he says. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, um, Jason, go to, Dungeons go to and Lisa Dragons. First. Go to Lisa first. Okay, Lisa, Dungeons and Dragons, Arthur Thieves. Trash. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Is that because Michelle Rodriguez is in it? No, I like <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. I'm I'm oh, not a okay. big fan of Chris Pine. I think that he's wow. kind of 
okay but <laughs> it it looks like it's almost gonna be like um jumanji like the, yeah, the newer jumanjis the where they're you gotta just take like, a time out here you gotta choose a lane lisa because <laughs> i know you hate harry styles because you're a taylor swift fan I like Harry Styles. Time. What? I thought I you hate him because of Jake Gyllenhaal. I yeah. thought she's. I thought she don't like Harry Styles either. What the Harry Styles fan? They dated for like a second. They're fine. <laughs> I'm just saying she wrote enough to write a song about him. So so what? She, she wrote a song, a song about, about her best friend. She's a songwriter. That's what she do. She wrote a song about me. I'm I don't even saying. know her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're siding with the enemy of your best friend here by no. choosing Harry Styles in this argument. <laughs> I don't even know what we're fucking talking about right now. <laughs> we're, we're talking about oh, because he Dying spit on Chris Pine. We're talking about well, because he spit on Chris Pine and he disrespected him. So if you hate Chris Pine, I don't hate Harry. Chris Pine. I'm just not a gigantic Chris Pine fan. I'm just He's your not, least favorite like, Chris. No, Chris mm. Pratt. Is. No, Chris Pratt, definitely. <laughs> uh, I think oh, yeah. second best favorite. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I keep forgetting Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite but, Chris? But I, my no, favorite Hem- Chris Hemingsworth. Hemingsworth. Evans. Evans. Yeah. yeah. Evans. Oh Jason wow, you going Evans? I'm going, Evans. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Thor. I'm going Thor over Cap. I'll go. I'll yeah. go Thor. Um, but. So, but I agree with Ron. I think it they could be so great, and I just feel like it's a cop out to kind of make this yeah. cheesy movie i don't i don't get why that's the route that they took and maybe because the warcraft movie tanked so bad you know years ago Mm -hmm. maybe that's why they're going more campy because at least they'll never win awards but at least people will watch it i don't know yeah yeah but i mean for the record that warcraft movie was not terrible but i digress jason uh, I <laughs> <Dungeons and> Dragons. <laughs> love Dungeons and Dragons. I am writing a pain. I even wanted to write a screenplay for the Dungeons and Dragons movie, but I saw that this is coming out, so I stopped. But this movie has five human characters in it, and it's like, where's the Dragonborn Ranger? Where's the the Dwarf Cleric? Where's the angsty Tiefling Rogue? Where's the sexy Goliath Paladin who I can call mommy? Like, where is this? <laughs> this is not Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you have an owl bear? Get out of here! Trash. 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 Yeah, Jaren. Yeah. Uh, so if I were doing a Dungeons and Dragons movie, this is how I would do it. I would not have the top line be Dungeons and Dragons. I would have the top line be something else like Low Flare or something related to a character that a Dungeons and Dragons player would know. Yeah. Oh, this is a D&D movie. But where the average because I think the average person when they hear Dungeons and Dragons, they think something corny, stupid, nerdy. Or whatever. That happened. <laughs> or last year that happened. But you pick something that's out of the Dungeons and Dragons universe. And you don't even necessarily call it Dungeons and Dragons. And but anyone who who's a D and D fan, they know the deal. And everyone's not. And you just base it around a story that comes out of the D and D universe. And you don't, you know, until you start watching behind the scenes interviews, you don't even realize it's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. And then you realize, and you make it really good. And then you get. A, a kick-ass director to writer-director on it, and that's what I would do. Yeah, that's my pitch. Your pitch yeah. is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, thank Your you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> because you did a pitch, I want to do a pitch too. Yes, let's hear it. But I was gonna, mine's gonna be super simple. All right, everything you said, except the end of the movie and the third act. There is a twist where you realize it's actually just people playing Dungeons and Dragons. 
The and only problem is... I have with that is it just feels a little too like that's been done before, or like too contrived versus just taking something out of. It depends on how you would do it, I think. I think it depends so on how you do it. So the main like the uh, Lego movie? The, yeah, like the yeah, Lego but, movie. But the main issue of the story would be two characters not getting along in the mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons movie because their players are going through yeah. a relationship breakup or they're not getting along for some reason. And that's also the crux. It it ties back to the story itself because sure. the players themselves aren't getting along. So there's an yeah. emotional you know, reason to the story rather than just them playing Dungeons and Dragons. Haha, fun, fun. But there's, you know... What if you do it like this? What if you start with them in the real world, they start playing, and the movie trans transpires where you think they're like they're pulled into the Dungeons and Dragons, and, and you and at the end of the movie it's left undecided. Did they really go through that, or was it just in their mind playing the game? <laughs> so, it, so it's Inception, though the, the top is spinning. <laughs> It will cut yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Wizards of the Coast, if you're listening, we got some ideas for you. That's right. <laughs> All right. Touche. Touche. All right. All right. My last one here for you guys. Uh, probably going to be the hottest movie of the year. So, Trash or Treasure? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, Winnie the Pooh is gone into the public domain now. So, anybody can use the character to do anything they want now. And one person has grabbed it to make a horror movie out of it, where he's hunting Christopher Robin and Christopher Robin's new friends because he left them back in whatever fantasy universe. The trailer's online. Check it out, uh, Jason. No, that's gonna be that's gonna be god awful garbage. Oh my god, poor! Don't do that. Boy. He's a sweet, kind, gentle soul. All right, he's a good person. Hey, abandonment will change. Abandonment changes a man. Uh, Lisa, treasure, treasure. No, Winnie the Pooh is greedy. He's he's a horrible friend. <laughs> he's, he's simple. He's <laughs> no. He's horrible. He mistreats Piglet, and you know he's rude to Rabbit. Winnie the Pooh is not rude. To Winnie the Pooh. Good person. Um, no, I love shit like this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> treasure. <laughs> All right, Ron, Trash or Treasure, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> I'm probably going to, just from the little animation I can see hovering over the video thumbnail, I'm going to trash it. Nice. Well, that is our game of Trash or Treasure. That's all nice. I have here. Uh, Jason, back to you for, I guess, reviews. Are we doing reviews? Okay, we can do a review. Let's, let's if you want to, I mean, we, we can do whatever right. you want. I don't care. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll that's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by Gemma, a brilliant roboticist, Megan can listen, watch, and learn as it plays the role of friend and teacher, playmate and protector. When Jimmy becomes the unexpected caretaker of her eight-year-old niece, she decides to give the girl and Megan prototype a decision that leads to unimaginable consequences. If you don't know, now you know. We do our one-sentence review for everything we review. So let's kick it off with a one-sentence review. Ladies first, Lisa. <clears throat> Megan, what the F did I just watch? <laughs> Jason, you got one? <laughs> Yes, my one sentence review for Megan is she got them killer moves like Jagger. <laughs> Ron, I don't know if you have a one sentence review or if you want to create one off the top of your head. 
That's a great one off the top of my head. Um, Megan. <laughs> That's it. I feel That's like about how I felt. Yeah. Best that ever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> All right. I say, uh, Megan may be made for children, but she ain't child's play. Ooh, Ooh wow. I like that. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Chucky. We should know the hood, just call it Chucky. We don't, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the name of the movie is. It's like, oh, that Chucky. Oh, Chucky. <laughs> Ron, you got uh, okay. I, I think that's the um, <laughs> um, Megan. Oh yeah, he's gonna die. Yeah, he's gonna die. Oh yeah, that one's. Get my colon between each one. So it counts yeah, yeah. I did that one day, and they were like, "That's not one sentence." I was like, "You don't see my sentence written out." Yes, it is. Firstly, we make the rules. It doesn't have to be just one <laughs> sentence. We can do whatever. Yeah. It could be a paragraph. I don't care. <laughs> paragraph. Three pages. Megan was, Megan was a good movie. I enjoyed Megan. A robot. I like robots. My <laughs> <I> review. <laughs> thank you guys you know, for joining us. <laughs> I want to say thank God for Ronnie Chang being in this movie because he sets the tone very well. Because if this was played any straighter than it, than it had been played, I would have hated this movie. I would have yeah. absolutely hated this movie. But they was said it the like only oh. comic element in it. Well, Megan's, I mean, like the, Megan's kind of a comic element. Yeah, yeah Megan's kind of a comic. But yeah. Ronnie Chang just really is like hamming it up and just doing his Ronnie yeah. Chang thing and like not being yeah. very good at like delivering lines. <laughs> I would say acting. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's a famous comedian or a famous ish comedian, you're like, okay, yeah. now I know what we're getting here. And like, <laughs> this could have been, I mean, the characters in here are god awful. <laughs> like the parents deserve to die. I'm sorry, they deserve to die. <laughs> the kids just just the the meanest little shit you've ever seen. Her aunt is a moron. Like like you are a roboticist and you have a robot at your house that would probably be like I don't know, like make you a millionaire and you're worried about making toys. I don't know, man. You know, maybe it's not your thing. I don't know. It's just like everybody in this is so unlikable except for Megan. <laughs> right. <laughs> that you're like, I wish all these people would just hurry up and die already. Like, uh, like, and the one thing, like, I got a lot of siblings, right? I got like 80 of them. And like, if one of them died, I'd be upset. Like, I, yes. <laughs> at least at some point, I would be upset. I I would shed some tears for my. I wouldn't be like, oh shit, I got to go to work this weekend. Oh, now I got to take care of a child. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> only yeah, she, obviously she's close to her sister because she was left in the her child in her yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and she only not, got like a week off. She only yeah. took a week off <laughs> to like not, go to the funeral and take and custody of her child. Like I was like. And not once does she like seem to have like a genuine human emotion where she's like, "Oh no, my sister died." Like who I was close to, or maybe not close. To, I don't know. Either way, close enough that they left a child in my care. Like I was hoping that she would get murdered by Megan in the end. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, spoiler alert: she didn't. Um, 
Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no. So, like, because you said it, and I wanted because it's fresh on my body. Because I remember leaving the theater and being like, hold on, was like, Megan supposed to be the bad guy? They did a lot of things to make her sympathetic. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, the dog that basically assaulted Megan, she killed. Oh, uh, the neighbor that was like an a hole, she killed. Um, the, the idiot boss that was a jerk. She killed like everybody that was like terrible human beings. She was like, "Yeah, I'm taking you out." And I was like, "Hold on." At what point am I supposed to feel bad for like this right. all being Any a killer? Because, because this whole movie, I'm watching this, and Megan is like taking out all the people that I think are bad human beings. Like, <laughs> and so going with that though, I do think watching like the movie going through it and all like it. It works because it's the over-the-top, campy, you know, whatever, whatever. So it works in that regard. So, but also the other part of it is like, you're not supposed to make the bad guy the hero in this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like at a certain point, you got to, and they did it. At a certain point, they try to give her the, the heel turn. Is that okay? Say like, oh, now she's beating up the sun and, you know, but yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, hold on, like. Like that kid deserved it. I'm sorry. Like that kid was like the I wanted to kill the kid through the screen. So when Megan the kid was going to zero, molest the doll, let's just call it a, right, what it right, is. The kid was right. going to <laughs> like yeah, that was kind uh, of weird when he got on top of the dolls. Like where are they going? Where are they and let's going? also be a hundred percent like that doll's not going to be sold to children, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Megan is going to definitely become a bad person because. <laughs> As soon as they put that on the shelves, it's going to learn to hate humanity, and it's going right. to totally start killing everybody. Yes, like like all AI does. Like, what was it when they made the artificial intelligence and it became racist? Like, yes, <laughs> yes, it understands. Megan, I'm surprised Megan didn't find any black people and be like the cops. Like, but <laughs> oh, still, no. that that would have been the hill turn only... for me. <laughs> right. But no, it, and like I said, now granted, when I say all that, I wanted to get all the bass out of the way. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie because it is campy, it is fun. And it has the right amount of tone where it's like everybody in this movie is taking it serious, but everybody who's watching it knows this is completely ludicrous. <laughs> and like they're not even winking at the camera. They're just like, yeah, this dog could do this. And how people even interact when they see it, they're like, oh, who's that? And like, oh, that's a doll. And like the cop was like, oh, really? And he's still like trying to look at she calls. Like everybody's playing is real. And I'm like, this is amazing. Cause <laughs> but like Jason said it the best in the text. Even though the dog killed all those people, uh, the aunt going to jail. So that that girl <laughs> yeah. still loses her. <laughs> she's still losing that her aunt. Mer- that's bad Florida, guys. <laughs> right? She's going to Florida, guys, with her other family because her aunt ain't gonna survive this one well. But no, nah, I dug it, man. I'm here for it. Um, Megan, I guess when they would put like, I don't know how do you make a sequel? Did you say Megan two? Because there is a three in the name, so I don't know. Right. But yeah, I'm here for Megan two. I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> In my theater, I told—I know I told you guys this on the text messages. Uh, when the dog attacked poor Megan, and then mauled the human child, and then when Megan was going to, there was a person who audibly was like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "That dog is yes. a vicious menace." I was that person, Jason. Just so you know, I know we were in the same theater, but I was still that person. Okay? I'm like, "Oh, not that poor like, puppy!" Like, get get out! You mauled a child. Like, <laughs> It did it. It was mauling a robot, and then the child got involved. The child should have just stepped away. Okay, so the, ro- the dog did not know the robot, robot was a child, wasn't a child did. because Listen. the child, the robot just went over there with her arm, and then the it's dog mauled the, the child. Dog's fault. 
it it's is the dog's fault. fault. The dog it's is the, the vicious owner's killer. fault. The owner should have never just yeah. had that. They dog all should have died. Out. They all should be put down. <laughs> and thankfully, <laughs> Megan did it. <laughs> well, Megan did get put down, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, she didn't. She's still living in that little Alexa thingy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, also talking about like in movies where they're like they focus on like the least interesting. Like you created AI, like a literal like internet surfing machine that is that can walk and talk and like has multiple functionality besides you know being someone's toy and you're like yeah that's that's what we're gonna sell it as a toy like you know y'all y'all have y'all have revolutionized the way the planet works (laughs) and the best thing you do is murder doll (laughs) but you would they would be billionaires i would never have told them i could create a doll that could talk walk function like logic things out i'd be like yo we just created a whole slave race of people <laughs> give me a billion dollars i'm moving to the moon <laughs> hold on that's as the black man that's the first place you went with like oh we got Look, a slave race <laughs> everybody wants to hold the whip man <laughs> let's just cap oh, oh my god oh my god we're trying to get out oh we're definitely getting canceled all the way out is up oh my god oh my god Jesus. Ron, um, what did you think of uh, yeah. Megan or Lisa? What are we going to jump no, in ahead, anytime? Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think like the way my girlfriend and I both described it was uh, like it's not the kind of thing I'm going to run out and tell people, oh, you got to go see this. This is so cool. And, like, it was fun. Like, you know, it was a, you know, we used our Cinemark points to watch it. So it wasn't many of our podcasts. Well, I guess technically we used it. Anyway. So that's how I described it. Like, it was fun. Um, you know, as I said in my broken up sentence, there are a lot of things where we knew, like as soon as they introduced Bruce, I was like, okay, I know he's going to play. He's going to come in to play later on to be the robot that fights Megan. Yeah. Um, I, knew the, I knew the neighbor was going to get it. I knew that dog was going to get it. Um, I was surprised none of her two assistants or friends would ever died they were able to survive um <laughs> i knew from the trailer that david the ryan chain character was gonna die um so yeah, the viral part of the trailer was the- <laughs> right yeah i knew the little yeah, kid was yeah. gonna die so you have all these things where um but yeah megan the character of megan herself was funny uh i thought that uh her heel turn like where she started turning on even um the little girl was kind of they didn't i don't, I feel like they didn't do a good job explaining how she overcame all of her programming i yeah. think they, i think that's one area where they could have like improved it like okay what did what happened that allowed her to overcome her programming because technically like the aunt was her number two most protected um human or whatever and it would have been nice if they showed something that kind of illustrated how Megan was able to um, not be able to turn off and to do a heel turn even on the little girl. Like if there's some sort of logic error that she had to. Like, yeah, well, I was yeah, thinking yeah. when they had the one guy, the assistant, like taking the data and and I was Crunch. just like, oh, well, maybe he's going to like corrupt it yeah, and put it you know, and that's why she's going to turn. And then, yeah, that didn't even go anywhere. Well, I mean, my yeah. somewhere where she blamed the dead body on him yes, that no yeah. one cared about. I think, it... 
Right. I think that was supposed to be the reason for it. So that that is the story that could explain why he would have killed the boss that he was killing. It. Well, that was kind of weak. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. One yeah. thing I agree with you on Lisa is that. <laughs> Yay! It happened. <laughs> it happened. Mark the time. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> but also, did y'all notice like the tropey robotics things in it? Like at one point, I was like, "Are they about to teach to us?" Well, she's like in the window watching the little girl play. Yes. And I'm like, "We're yeah. gonna get a moment of like humanity's only built to kill each other." Moment like <laughs> Arnold talking to John. I'm like, "Cause." Like, like, what was she learning when she was playing with the bow and arrow? I'm like, is she learning it like to kill from watching this girl? Well, like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was just scenes that were just weird. They just put in there and be like, like and she had learned about death, which is right. like, I am, I work in computer science, I, I, so I'm not no, a computer scientist by any things, but like, you, you program what's there. It shouldn't really surprise you what your thing can do, and it's like these people are like. I yeah, didn't know that she could. Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she could do that. Yeah. Like, what the? Fu- what do you mean you didn't fucking know? Like, you programmed her, didn't you? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. We shouldn't be talking about this. Like, why is this a, 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 an algorithm in there? Like a subroutine in her in her processing? Like, she should not even be aware of death or whatever. It's just like completely like. Either way, like yeah, there's just like a lot of weird stuff in there, but damn, did Megan not pull it off? And the the, the best thing about I think about Megan is the fact. That they didn't really go the child's play route where they had like a full body puppet. They just put a little girl mm-hmm. in a Megan suit. Mm-hmm. And I think that is <laughs> the thing that really, really sold her is the fact that she wasn't like this clunky animatronic, you know, I'm gonna kill you. And it's like that's a that's a that's a puppet. <laughs> but I yeah. but I do think that like they I think that they use the um you know how like in horror movies they'll make like the creepy walk thing and yeah. you yeah. have like people walk on the ceiling. And I think they kept they kept using that, but it's like it's a robot. It's not that scary that a robot can do that. Like, well, she's got titanium. if it were a little girl, I I just <laughs> I don't I don't know why they kept doing that. Like, I couldn't. Yeah. And I was just like, like yeah, it, it's it not creepy. Like, yeah, it's a it machine. A, yeah, it felt like they were making her unrealistically creepy. Like, yeah. why would she run on all fours to chase the? boy yeah, yeah. Like, right. no. like, it doesn't make do any that. sense um, it, it wouldn't it, like it, yeah and then at the end where she was all twisted and contorted i think it was supposed to infer because her electronics were messed up she was walking mm-hmm. like that but it just seemed like okay let's have her look creepy by walking like this yeah. but let's have some kind of explanation for it so, but, but she's already you know, creepy. She's a three foot doll. Like you don't yeah, need yeah. to make her any creepier. It's right. already, it's already done. <laughs> like just her sitting there is creepy enough for yeah. me. Yeah, I still right. have a job. Eyes open. And, like, well, well, I love that she started getting very um, dramatic about her presence. Like she's playing the piano. Like <laughs> why? Why are you playing the piano right now? Yeah. She just became a circle. Like that's what it was. She's <laughs> Um, but I did think for one moment in it, I was like, man, this is what probably would have happened in Small Wonder if it was really a realistic show. A lot of people remember that TV show, Small Wonders, where, oh, yeah. like, the girl had a robot, like, sister. And, yeah, like, they were, like, have hijinks. Yeah, I remember that. But I'm like, oh, this is what Small Wonder should have really actually been like. 
Like this killer robot is going around beating everybody now. Like <laughs> she would get wet and she would malfunction. Oh no, I got wet. Like, Here, here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing about the movie. So two things. I think it 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 was given a disservice that it was didn't have a radar move uh, rated R. Yes, hundred percent. Right. Um, because it advertises a horror movie and there was nothing scary about it. Not like, whatsoever. The the scariest part was when the dog like the jump scare. Like when the yeah. and I didn't jump because I had heard of Jaren told me about it. <laughs> so I was expecting Jaren spoiled it. Thanks a lot, Jaren. <laughs> so, um so it wasn't scary. And I and that is like one of my biggest pet peeves in movies when you advertise to be something and you're not. So if you advertise to be like a rom com and you're not, or you know, like you advertise to be a scary movie and you're not, like it really pisses me off. And then the other thing is the the murder scenes like the a lot of the the kill scenes were off camera so you would see the dead body but you wouldn't see the actual you want to see the blood and the yeah i'm going to see a horror movie absolutely yeah. i want to see like the crazy you know like we're yeah. just seeing we're seeing her throw the machete or, or the the thing from the the coffee mm-hmm. cutter paper you know? slice paper slice yeah right. and then it cuts away his chest though you did, you did see it go through his chest? Okay, I thought I see it like poke through his shirt, but like... Yeah, yeah but it's not... It's small. Yeah, it's yeah. PG-13 I, still. It's PG-13, exactly. Yeah, I just think it did it a disservice. And I and the body count, I thought it was going to have a higher body count. I thought for sure that the assistants were going to die. <laughs> what you thought, Megan's going on a rampage? It was going to be the race? I was hoping. <laughs> going like, yes, that's kind of how they advertised it. Like, I was hoping it was going to be Terminator 2 all over again. Yeah, so... But but I did I didn't hate it. I they're obviously gonna make a sequel. So I just hope they go the child's play route and just each sequel gets more and more absurd. Yes. <laughs> yes, because I love me some some Tiffany from Chucky. She's she crazy and I love her. <laughs> like, you know, we introduce Megan to the boyfriend, like, you know. They get, they get kids. I don't know. Like maybe they get a house together in the burbs. I don't. Let's keep it. Just, just go all, all out. <laughs> all right, Ron's yawning, so we got to move it along, y'all. All right, <laughs> all right let's go. <laughs> uh, let's just go into uh, the ratings. Give it a zero from, from one to five. Uh, five being great, one being uh, terrible. Uh, Lisa, what would you give it? Um, it's a. It's a two point five <laughs> out of five. All right, Jason. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid three. You know, this is my genre, so solid three for me. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Ron, how would you give this? What would you rate this? I'm just processing <laughs> that Lisa gave Megan the same rating that she gave Aliens. Oh yes, it did. That's true. <laughs> Why I didn't give it a three, Rod. I'm gonna be honest, because I was gonna say three at first, and then I was like, "Oh nope, I gave Alien." Credibility for the show just went right out the window. This has been a fun show. We'll never do this again. (laughs) Especially since you said you like the body counts. Aliens gives up the body counts for sure. Listen, but but I would actually, I I give Megan a. Uh, I'd say two seven five. Okay, give it a two point. It almost depends. Like entertainment, two seven five. In terms of cinema, I'd probably give it like a one and a half. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're, if, if we're talking about cinema, it's a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Is it a movie? Yes movie or no? Well, technically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are twenty-four frames that. in every second. Yeah. <laughs> Did it beat it? In over an hour. Uh, I'll give this. I actually ended up really, really liking this. I give it a three point five out of. Wow. Five. Yeah. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty. I just, I just, I just wouldn't hear like Jason does, and be like, oh, this is gonna be goofy, and it was just enough goofiness for me. Uh, See, but so, here's yeah. the thing. Okay, <laughs> what would you give The Godfather? Five out of five. So which one? Probably be ten out of five. One or one or two. <laughs> one or two. Uh, three oh, is yeah. five out of five. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, remember that? Remember that list I had about movies that don't exist. <laughs> Yeah, Godfather yeah. 3 doesn't exist. It's not a thing. But you it's not first, terrible. But So this is how I look at movies. So you get the first Godfather of five, which mm-hmm. I think is warranted. You think Megan's that close to the Godfather? <laughs> 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 Only a one and a half questions. I know for me, for me and my rating systems, I take the genre into specific because they'll know it's, if it's horror, I'm usually going to be high on it if it accomplishes what I think it should. So the genre always plays into it for me. So I don't look at it as my score is these equal to each other. I look at it as how much these did I enjoy this movie. Are not going. I can't. <laughs> these scores are not equal to one another. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's how much like I you cannot. This is not an me. empirical scale where it's like, oh, well, if Megan's a three point five and Godfather's a five, and you know. Uh, Aliens is a four. That means Megan was no, 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 no. These are just completely, <laughs> completely out of my butt. <laughs> There's no math to this whatsoever. <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> what was your rating, Jason? Jason. Uh three. I gave it a three. Oh, a three. Um, do you count it as a horror though? I don't count yes, as I horror. count it as horror, but I count really? it in that genre of horror, like, like the gingerbread man, like where it's just it's just goofy, and so it's not right. scary. It's not meant to be scary. It's just supposed right. to be goofy and that's why I like entertaining. It's not, like it's not scary. It's not like, for instance, would you would you classify the TV show Dexter as a horror film? As a horror? So I would, but yes, oh, yeah. like, but it doesn't. But I don't think it's. I would I would say it's in the horror genre, but it's probably more of a thriller. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, how I was seeing Megan. It's like a, a sci-fi. I guess you call it sci-fi horror, sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. When I, I guess when I think of horror, I think of things that are horrific, mm. like slashers, almost like like slasher movies or the, all the ones we mentioned at the at the, at the thirty minutes that didn't count as a show, <laughs> um, <laughs> like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm, like I'm, hell, I'm working on it, Rod. We're still, we're still doing. They, I slowly but surely am working on it with the guys. <laughs> working on what? <laughs> Trying to make a little bit of sense of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think the it's called headcanon circus for a reason. This doesn't make any sense. There's no sense here. <laughs> so that's why I think of is when I think of the horror genre. I think that's what. Otherwise, you know, probably. Like, would you say, would you consider um, Nope horror? Oh, Nope was horrifying. 
Yeah. <laughs> no? I would consider no par. Yeah. You were? I would consider See, it. There's, there's no only one part of it that's horrifying, but the one part, like, I still, I lose the sleep over. The monkey attack? Not the monkey attack. When they actually inside Jean Jacket. And, like. Oh, just... yeah. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Is that what the kids call elevated horror? I can. Never, I still haven't yes. been able to find a movie yet that's. Okay. <laughs> Uh, hereditary, Midsummer, yeah, the Babadook, the Babadook, yes. Anything that was named in Scream Five in that opening scene. <laughs> oh yeah, she does that. I haven't right. seen any. What about Get Out? Oh, that's even scary. Oh, that's well, that's the scariest movie ever invented. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Would you really call that horror though? That's that would be more of a thriller. That would be more in the thriller range, but yeah. I mean, for me being a dude married to a white woman, it was the most horrific thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we ain't never visit your what? parents ever again. <laughs> I'm saying right here with safe. Was the woman who played Gemma the girlfriend? Yeah. And that is, I thought yeah, she looked familiar. Yeah, okay. she was in She was in uh, Get Out. She, yeah. Allison Williams, the yeah. young lady. I think she was better in Get Out than she was in this. Well, I think oh. a lot of things are better. She was a terrible <laughs> human yeah, in this one, so, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't um, even mix her Fruit Loops. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, that was where she, she doesn't put the, the colors of the milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The colors, the colors of the white. Guys. The white milk. The white's milk. <laughs> it's got to stay pure. <laughs> um, and, and let's talk about the fact that Gemma puts this multi-million dollar robot on the toy table and at some point takes your eyes off of it. He's a dodo. It's supposed to be a trade secret and she literally is taking it all over town with her. She's awesome. dummy. Let's also point out the fact that like she is given a specific assignment at work to create more of these stupid Furby things. And, and instead, she has wasted the company's money on a pet project of hers. And honestly, when she said that they spent what a hundred thousand dollars, she should be fired like immediately. Well, no, first of all, I just thought that that seemed particularly low yeah. for the yeah. for the kind of technology that they were creating. Well, like, considering a carton of eggs cost eighteen dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. Why do you? No wonder she got away with it because she only spent she spent pennies. Yeah. yeah. It was like hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Well, inflation. I don't know so how like many sixty bucks. Yeah, I don't know how many people <laughs> are going to be able to create an artificial intelligence robot like that for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Also, let's be completely honest. Like, like you said, I mean, the Bruce robot was enough to win her the Nobel Prize. Yes, but beyond that, like, yes. I, that's <laughs> a robot. I oh my god! Like. <laughs> Oh, this is just Bruce. I just, he's just a project in college. It's fun. You can do hand things with them. You know who would use that? Everybody. Like, the applications are endless. You can help people who have disabilities. You can help construction oh workers. Like, I did this in college. Look, man, we just found out why, how hard it is to be a woman, guys. Lesson okay. learned. Yeah. <laughs> is, is her building that in college any crazier than? Tony Stark putting an iron suit in the middle of out of scraps, <laughs> <laughs> or, out of or him inventing Tony time Stark. travel in a night. Like, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I invented time travel in a night, guys. Like what? It was like yeah. Uh, no one really actually sat down and thought about this that very long. So I just did it in a night, and like apparently it was like super easy as long as you got like you know Mobius. He got the Mobius. <laughs> as long as you got the you know the funding of a multi-billion-dollar corporation behind you. Right. 
really easy. I don't think why we can do this before. Hologram. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, well, he also created his own element in his office, too. So, or his basement. Kyle <laughs> and DC, oh, yeah. they need Flash to run backwards, like at the speed of light, just to give him a right, right. <laughs> Superman's like, yo. I'll need you to run. <laughs> Real fast. I just need to this out of my basement. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Gary likes man. the movie, though. Yes. So, it, yeah, it wouldn't we'll be like a rest movie. Do so, you're looking to... forward, so you're all looking forward to the sequel, then? My, most likely. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm going to camp out for it. I yeah, might, I might actually just wait till that sequel comes on DVD before watching it. But if the, the sequel's good and they have a threequel, then I might go back to the theaters for the three cool. Mm. Are you talking about Megan? Yes, yeah. Megan. Yeah, yeah. I'm camping <laughs> no. out for Megan. Megan too. I'm camping out, bro. No. I'm have a Megan outfit uh, on. I'm gonna do the dance. Like, I'm done. I don't care. You, this guys, you guys better not make me pay to see another Megan movie. You better let me on streaming because I'm not. Yeah. Do not want to pay for another Megan movie. Oh, oh, watch out Tony's in the building. Uh-oh. What's up, Tony? What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up, Tony? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can we can skip past the cleaning. Let's go on yeah, and I have was... this discussion about Andor. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Lisa, Lisa why do you hate Star Wars and, and Andor? And we also gotta throw in uh Last Jedi as well, right? <laughs> Last Jedi <laughs> oh, yes. is horrible. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Thank you. So where thank do we want to start? The Last Jedi or Andor? Where do we want to go? Andor. <laughs> I mean, I don't Andor is Hands down, one of the best. One of the best. Forget the fact that it's the best Star Wars show currently. It was one of the best legit television shows in 2022. Oh, like, thank you so very wor- much. Worthy of HBO. That being said, I can understand from a pacing standpoint, people who may have an issue because they just started it and they couldn't get like through the first two episodes. But if you push past those and you saw them as like three, you know, separate um, story arcs, like I'm watching this, and I'm like, it. I felt like it was a sci, like like a brilliant sci-fi metaphor for like 1930s Germany in terms of or telling the story of the rise of fascism. 2019 how, America. Yeah. <laughs> or 2019. 2017. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like the acting, some of the acting was just, I mean, all the acting was great. Yeah, I'm curious to know. Love confirmation bias. Because if you had came on here and said that you hated Andor, I probably would have thrown myself out a window. Because I had to fight with these two knuckleheads. You did not. Jason liked it too. You literally didn't I know. have to fight with I anyone. Know. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah. he started <laughs> off by saying that he didn't like it. He started and he had to twist it around because he knew it was gonna boil my biscuits. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, Lisa, why how, does that, how does that recipe work? <laughs> Uh, you never well, you just put the, the biscuit okay. batter in the, okay, in the okay. water, <laughs> and then it's a mushy biscuit, and you're like, that's Listen, gross. It's late, y'all. It's late. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I said was it last week? It feels like so long ago. It was know, it does. Jason remembers. Jason, it remembers. was it. It was too long. It took three because Jason kept saying every three episodes is a new. Is a new story, is a new arc, yeah. blah, blah. And then I said, well, then, yeah, every, so then it should just take one episode to tell that story. Then it doesn't, so it was 
too long. So by the time I was four episodes in, I was bored out of my mind because it took three mm-hmm. episodes to establish that he's broke. Like, got it. <laughs> he doesn't have any money. So he poor. <laughs> we get it. So, so episode four, look at I was just irritated <laughs> because this is all. You know, I like to read. So anytime anything is taking up my time from reading and I feel like it's not worth it, it makes me mad. You <laughs> so must rather I'd read character rather development be than reading. Watch and if you're gonna waste my time telling taking three episodes to establish your broke, I'm not okay with that. The other argument was that Jason and I both agreed on was it didn't feel like a Star Wars fan, like a Star Wars yeah. show. And Which I, I think have, is a plus. For and I have an issue with Star Wars in general because I feel like, or maybe just Disney in general, like when it comes to like Star Wars and um, the MCU, that they take advantage of their fans. And I'm not okay with um, them using just the Star Wars name to create a show that in its own right was a good show, but wasn't necessarily a Star Wars show. So but they, that was, but what's interesting, they didn't even use the Star Wars name in a sense. Like it wasn't Star Wars Andor, it was just Andor. And right. I think I think there was enough marketing ahead of time where people got the understanding that this wasn't your typical Star Wars film. And because I mean, it didn't have all the magic elements that you normally have in Star Wars, it didn't have the ridiculousness. Um <laughs> I have to totally I have to totally disagree. With Anthony in the comments, where he said Kenobi was the best so far. I'm hoping. Yes. He's, I, I hope he's being. Yes. I hope he's, <laughs> I'm hoping he's being satirical <laughs> and ironic when he says that. Oh wow! I, you think you think Kenobi was the worst? I, I don't think it was. Oh, the I love Obi Wan. I, I think it was the worst, but I think. I, I we don't have enough time to go into it. <laughs> I think I, if we're going to rank like Disney Star Wars shows, like just the one, the live action shows, Kenobi's Andor in the bottom the half for sure. And I think like Boba Fett and Kenobi are like neck and neck. Yeah. And the only reason like the bottom. I would even, yeah, and the only reason yeah. I would put even Boba Fett a little bit higher is because they did like two episodes where it's just the Mandalorian again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I love. Don't get me wrong. That's like saying, well, "Which one is your favorite child?" Well, obviously, the one that plays football and makes me money. But I like the yeah. other ones as well. <laughs> this kid doesn't play football. Just no. so you know, I gotta realize <laughs> I'm just going to one Saturday. <laughs> um, but I well, guess yeah, um, I mean, I think what Mando one probably for me, Mando one is probably the best that I've seen out of all of them. Mm-hmm. The one I enjoyed the most. Let me say that. Sure. I think uh, if you're going to binge watch Andor, that it's probably a bad idea. Because I watched it, you know, episode to episode, week to week. So I had a, a break in between. So next next week comes in, I'm anticipating, you know, the show. I'm anticipating the slow burn of each episode. So, like... That's interesting. I always think the opposite. Because I always feel like because of those three episode arcs, like the end of each of the first episode of the three and the second episode of the three feel like you want more and I feel like it would be like I'm glad that for, they did the first two or three in one sitting to get me into it because I feel like if I had only had that first episode and it ended the way it did I'd be like really that's how it's ending which is why I can kind of feel what Lisa's talking about in terms of 
getting through even the first three or four and maybe being like, you know, not wanting to continue with that. I can, it, especially if you're coming into it expecting more action that you normally see. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I can forgive someone for for that. I can for understand that. So that's why I find it interesting, Jason, that you were saying you liked that it was episode. Yeah, episode. but I was also, for me, I was also in it when he shot the cop. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. shot the cop. A one, I mean, we're gonna watch the rest of this show. I mean, the, first episode, <laughs> the first episode starts in a brothel, like yeah, oh, like Star Wars has never done that before. Uh, I mean, there are several characters or, and or fucks canonically. <laughs> yeah, right, and so it had that adult element, but um, I just felt like Star Wars as a franchise. Has made so many, mis- I don't know, mistake is the right word, but I'm going to use mistakes. No, it's the, right it's the right word. It's the right word. Misfires, maybe yeah. misfires. Yeah, yeah. In terms of starting with, for me personally, starting with the Last Jedi, on. Um, I like Mando. I like Mando. I, I have a few issues with some Mando, but generally speaking, I like Mando as a series. Uh, I actually never bothered with Boba Fett because I just heard so many bad things about it. I didn't have time to bother. Um, Kenobi. It was just... I felt like Kenobi had so much potential. And I mean, and there were times where I'm watching it and it looked like they were in the back... looked like they were in the hills of Los Angeles in some of the scenes. Yeah. Like I could have sworn. Like I, I was just hiking, on, I was just hiking on that path. On that road the other day, where are they filming this? So the other thing about it looked alien, and the fight with, like I kind of feel like the first time that we see Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader fighting again on the same screen for the first time since Episode Four, since the original, mm-hmm. should have been a television event, yeah. like like. This will, this will probably date me, but like, who shot JR? Like, think of who all shot of the. Burns. <laughs> you said, who shot yes. Mr. Burns? Like, that was a moment. <laughs> it, and like, it should have been like a television event, these two. And it was kind of like towards the middle. Like, the first time they meet, it's like in the middle of the series. And it, it just, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I just felt I like by the end of it, even that battle at the end, missed opportunities. And it just it just wasn't hitting for me personally for the Kenobi, um, and so yeah, personally, I feel like Kenobi uh, suffered from a lot of things like uh, Last Skywalker suffered for or Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. suffered from, which is they were banking more on the nostalgia of yes. these two characters or the nostalgia of the of the franchise versus like telling a compelling story. And this yeah. is what I liked about Andor because no one gives a shit about Andor, like. Yeah, as Jason said, he's like the fourth most interesting character, and the other three were like <laughs> in, Rogue, <laughs> in Rogue One. Yes, yeah, in Rogue One, like in he's Rogue like one. like no one cares. Like this, so like in that way, uh, for me, there's a lot of freedom there because like there's no expectation, and in, and in the show is like they they're not winking and nodding to anything. They're not like, oh, this is how Andor got his his blasters. Ha <laughs> ha! Look out! No, it's just like. <laughs> Right. This guy's a scumbag. Here's a story about a scumbag with other scumbags. Yeah. Oh, there's Mon Mothma. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's cool. Well, Ron, then go ahead and get your head off about the last shot because 
I, I disagree. I love The Last Jedi. I also love The Last Jedi as well. I <laughs> so love I The Last Jedi. I thought we were talking about Jedi ta- Tales of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, well, you hated that. I hated every oh. second of that. But yeah, Last Jedi I loved. What did uh, you love about it? What did you guys love about it? I Well, I will have to be like after like sitting, digesting it. I liked it more after like mm-hmm. digest, seeing like actually thinking about like what they were doing with this, what Ryan Johnson in particular was doing with the story. Uh, I hated the fact that uh, a lot of the stuff that, you know, was set up in, you know, Force Awakens was just like kind of disregarded. They yeah. totally nerfed your boy Finn in this one. Uh, they sure this is where, did. This yeah. is where they start nerfing Finn. But I, I generally liked how that he was basically making a statement that anybody could be a force change, a force of change mm-hmm. versus having to be a part of these lineages or whatever. And that is almost antithetical to Star Wars, basically. But it would have been an interesting through line to go through if they had actually like stuck to their guns and was like, okay, let's let's run with this in this direction and see where we take this versus, oh no, let's retcon everything and make her a Palpatine. And uh, <laughs> well now you're and getting like, into right Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that I mean like I feel like uh Ryan Skywalker <laughs> makes Last Jedi or worse, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so the, the, the problem with the Last Jedi is that it is very much just a filler episode that mm. you could take it out and it doesn't affect anything later. Like it, you could no, literally just that is. delete yeah, it. Like- <laughs> but but I do think that part of that, and that's another reason why I have such a problem with Star Wars with Disney owning Star Wars because I do feel like they let the fans or just like the internet chatter affect so much of the story. Cause I just don't think that that was where they had Finn going. Cause I fucking loved Finn yes. in the, in um, the force week. I love the force yeah. Awakens. It's, you can almost it's not my I, favorite Star Wars, but it is very close to. I don't know. Me and Jason talk about this all the time, but you can almost argue that Finn was the main character in. I think one hundred percent he was the main character. Mm-hmm. It was his. And story. And by the time you get to he, the last or the last Jedi, yeah, like, they they basically give him this side story, which yeah, you know, is to illustrate that the that the war is being perpetuated by you know capitalist forces. Mm. Great idea. But like he's relegated to a, a meaningless side story versus yeah. being, and you know now that I'm talking about that, fuck you, Ryan Johnson, for doing yeah. that to my boy Finn. Yeah, because the, the, yeah, because the Force Awakens was just it was just so great for so many reasons. I loved it, and I just feel like really the oh, only fun. people who didn't like it are just racist, sexist humans. <laughs> and we and we already know that Star Wars has some of the most toxic fans. We talk about this yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. We know the fandom is ridiculous so um but so it so it does drive me a little crazy that you had this amazing movie that was the force awakens then they listened too much to the the shit going on on the internet and all stuff and then they kind of it's you know then they but they just made this filler fun the reason why i like the last show is because it's fun it's a fun movie so it's a little bit lighter and not quite so much. I hate that they had all of these amazing characters. They kind of wasted it. Like the, um, I'm so bad with, like the guy that they were trying to find at the casino. 
Like, oh, I thought they were going to no. do something with his character. Well, with, with, <laughs> with uh, Benicio Del Toro's character, DJ. Yes. Like, you thought there was yes. going to be something with him. But yeah. Like, but I so love <laughs> how that movie ended. Because remember, that's the movie that ended with the little kid moving the broom. I yeah. Mean. And I lo- I'm like, when that happened, I was like, oh, my God, this movie is amazing. And then I mean, yeah, didn't it, do it. And then it went breaking with the force. <laughs> As a whole, I would totally be right. All of the, the, the sequel trilogies. I mean, but there's a lot of good stuff in The Force Awakens, or not The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. That, the whole movie, I thought that was fucking awesome. I was breathtaking when she flew her. It, it breaks all the lore of Star Wars, but it was awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because I know Ron's going to rebut and destroy all of us. So, no, no. I like The Last Jedi. <laughs> See, I like The Last Jedi for the bigger reason is that I think The Last Jedi started off hamstrung. And then I think when it ended, it put it into opening up the universe. I enjoy it because, as we're all Star Wars fans, it did something new. It did something that was different. It felt different. I mean, you getting the big bad, getting X'd out for no explanation or reason very soon. <laughs> like, it basically was almost like Ron Johnson was like, all that Force Awakens stuff was cool because that was just to get you guys butts in the seat. But now we're going to shift this to where it should go, which is to another generation, to more people, to different things, so more different stories can be told. All the things that we like about, like, The Mandalorian is what's in Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi. It doesn't necessarily have to deal with a Skywalker or a Palpatine to be palatable. It doesn't necessarily have to be something we've all seen before be regurgitated, Force Awakens, to be palatable. The problem with The the Last Jedi is, I think, for how much new stuff they enter in, it's a lot of fat that that needs to be trimmed that wasn't trimmed. That's my biggest flaw with it. I disagree with the Finn thing. I think they give Finn more urgency in this one because Finn's on an adventure by himself. Now, it is what Rose, but the venture is him being the leader of this situation. In The Force Awakens, he took a back seat to um to uh definitely Ray, but even to uh oh boy, um, I can't think of his name, Oscar. Yeah, Poe. Like Poe was calling the shots. Everybody was calling the shots for Finn, except for him. So I felt in this moment it was them giving Finn becoming a leader and calling the shots, even down to his quote unquote dumbass decision to try to sacrifice himself. Yeah, was completely illogical. But the point (laughs) the point was it was trying to push them to the forefront that he's willing to do anything for the war because. He started off as a guy that was running for himself, then became infatuated with Ray. But you know how I feel about the whole, you know, thing with that. But then he started getting Black his dudes, own urgency. White women. It's, it's just like, right. <laughs> come he on, Jason, you know. Own, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He wakes up and the first thing he wants to talk about is Ray. He's like, come where on, that guy. white bitch at? Uh, yeah, that bitch almost got you killed. And you were like, oh, well, where's Ray at? But anyway, that's that's just my personal story, right? But they were giving him his own urgency in there, which I thought, I think the ball got fumbled because the next scene, the next movie, they basically just take away everything from him, him and Rose and even Poe to a degree and focus just on shining, you know, the laser swords in the forest. So that's why I I enjoy the most of it. Right, right. Uh, Also, I think I enjoy about um, Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi. And I think, again, because it was hamstrung by The Force Awakens is the treatment of Luke is not my cup of tea. But what else could you have done with Luke that would have been a reasonable continuation of the story that The Force Awakens got? So mind you, in The Force Awakens, Luke ran away from the battle. He abandoned to, to it. The, for the most part. Yeah, he, he abandoned it. That's not the Luke that we knew from the, you know, 
the, the, the trilogy before. So the fact that it pushed him to go to that mode, and I hate, and I know Jason hates this when you state the obvious thing in the movie to like cover it up when he goes, What do you want me to do to run back in with a laser sword and fight? Blah blah. Like, that's what we as the fans wanted. Yes, yes. we want to shoot him, <laughs> take up the green saber, get in the Millennium Falcon, go there and kick <laughs> slap. But, but the evolution of a character, it couldn't have been that because if that was all he needed was some random woman with Chewbacca to show up, he shouldn't have left the fight to begin with. So you literally put Luke in a situation where he has to deal with something that is different for what we have known him for. He's basically from a windy little brat to a guy that realized his lineage and like he's basically a prince to a degree to now him being a savior. What happens to that savior when like, and that's part of the themes of the last Jedi, what happens to that, that savior, that legend when the legend gets bigger than what the man actually is. And so, and when I say get bigger, what the man actually is, is that he had to start the Jedis again. He basically started again and like they turned. And Which he is, basically let a whole bunch of people die. Say, the Jedi are wrong. <laughs> the Jedi aren't wrong. Uh, it is funny though because there's a lot of they are wrong, Jason. Clearly, they're wrong. They're clearly, not wrong. They're they not can't wrong. fucking keep it together. They're clearly wrong. You have to have balance. Means that you have to accept the bad with the good. Doesn't mean you have to be all good. Exactly. They're, no, they're not the Jedi wrong. stop. The, they're not wrong. They're just. I'm they're not wrong. I, I disagree. I disagree that they're, <laughs> that they're wrong. The Jedi aren't wrong. There's no such they were balanced. They were just played. They were played. They were by, not balanced. They were too arrogant. They to think that they, they were there right. were some that were arrogant for sure. Yes, there were some that were arrogant, but, but like, Yoda, you're telling me Yoda. that Yoda, Yoda should have known. Yoda should have known. He was too arrogant. There's nothing balanced about you, it. If you rewatch like, the attack known of the clones, that something was no, happening. Yoda right does know knows. that there is something deeply wrong and he is confused. He is like, he's a thousand years old. He should yeah, know better. He, he, he's a thousand years old. Doesn't mean he's not uh human or I'm sorry, whatever he, he is. He's not human. You know how I feel about that? There's there no Because I just literally watched uh, Attack of Clothes the other day with my child. And there's a lot of parts where Yoda is like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what's going on. We The dark side is calling everything. I don't know. Like, there's so much pain and hurt that's going on. And I don't know if we're going the right way. And even Mace Wind is like, what can we do? It's like, and he's like, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Just, <laughs> just slip back and let it play out. They didn't that? just slip back and let it play out. They did the best they could with what they were given with. Because let's remember, the Jedi weren't supposed to be leaders in this in this army of this thing. They were basically told to be leaders in the army of this thing. The Jedi are supposed to follow the democratic way. The Democrats, the democratic way was bought, was was taken over by fascists. So they were forced to do things that they were not supposed they to be doing. They weren't forced. They chose to do that. They, they weren't not forced to do, to do anything. This. And the only people making choices become bad guys. So they should. So, <laughs> no, if they become I, fascist bad guys. Listen, <laughs> the only people doing anything right are the rebels. And everybody else is just stupid. <laughs> Well, the rebels. I'm like, like, the rebels like, took over, and then the Force Awakens happened. Realized the rebels had no clue how to run the universe. Rebels either. like, well, oh man, we're losing wrong. this they so badly. We need a Jedi to come help us. <laughs> help like, us. What happens to, the, what happens to the revolutionary when it becomes king? Well, we saw with the I rebels. Lisa, I, I, I don't disagree with you that the Jedi were wrong. I think oh what, what that mindset goes to, it leads to the justification of a genocide. And that's where I disagree with you that they could be wrong. You're right. They were wrong. 
but I doesn't mean there's a justification of genocide. You know how. I but feel like about a lot of people theater. like they, but... they they make that next door. They should have fallen. They could have been reformed, right? <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like if they're <laughs> if Palpatine hasn't did what he did, you know, they could have been reformed, right? But the thing is. They were never allowed to reform because the bad guys, the actual bad guys, came and killed them. <laughs> but like, and that's so what. All, and, all I'm saying is that Luke had an opportunity to bring back the Jedi to do it a different way, and he didn't. He did it oh, the same that's, way. That's a, I 100 agree with and you. And I hate that. that. I do not like that they did that. Yes, so they, I same like Kylo Ren, who is badass. I will argue to my death that I love the scene when he gets off the little spaceship and he stops the blaster and he's just walking around the blaster. That is one of my favorite moments in the Star Wars franchise. Cool. It is so freaking cool. And you have this amazing character. You have these opportunities to make something different and they are not doing that. And I don't understand why. <laughs> I 100% like, agree Obviously, they keep talking about bringing balance of force, but then the filmmakers never do it. So I don't get it. Because in the e in the extended universe stuff, like Luke was like, okay, we'll throw out the shit that didn't work with the old Jedi, and we'll actually try something different with the new Jedi. And like, that shit ended up kind of working. And like, I well, wish we could see that that part where, you know, where we bring in Ahsoka who's like, well, this is why I left, but we can change these things. Like, or Kanan Jarrus, who had a freaking family, but still follow the Jedi way. Because he was able to balance the fact that he can't, yes. even though he loves them, he can't get overly attached to them because that's a lead to the dark side. And because, you know, he has thoughts and he can, you know, he's an adult. <laughs> well, I think the greatest thing of all this is like, that, that Disney didn't look at the EU and pull some stuff, a la how Marvel yeah. pulls from the books to make their... Yeah. All right, Ron, give us the, the heat Sorry. for The Last Jedi. Why are we all wrong about The Last <laughs> Jedi? <laughs> you know, I don't think you're all wrong, because I think all the reasons why you, why you all like it are things that I appreciate about it, that he was trying to do something different, taking it in a different direction. The whole dome maneuver, although it's ridiculous that no one in the history has ever done it, or it was a one in a million, so they had to come up with some excuse why they couldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. It looked beautiful, <laughs> and um, I don't know why she couldn't have got on some kind of like escape ship. And yeah, then send anyway. a to do it. Could have. Like, why did do it? Like, like hey, see people, do it. come over here real quick. Right. <laughs> the droids aren't slaves, Jason. <laughs> no, the they are. They are slaves. <laughs> okay, I need you. I need you. Okay, I'm gonna leave. But I need you to press this button. I'm gonna call right. you, and I say now, and you press right. this button. All right. <laughs> but I think for me, some of the biggest problems I had with it. Have you all seen that YouTube video by what's his name? Where he does by the um, last Jai cinematic failure. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sure my son has seen it. I yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I like all the points that he makes in that. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. It went viral. Um, but you know, some of the points he makes in that are the opportunities missed with Finn's interaction with um, what's her name, the one in the middle, um, plasma. Oh, plasma, plasma. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. The lost that was a wasted opportunity. The whole entire thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right for the whole thing. But beyond that, I like so I like what he's trying to do, but I I don't like the fact that what they set up in Force Awakens, he just threw out. Arbitrarily, mm -hmm. it feels like. 
you know, like literally, like, first scene, like literally, yeah, like literally. He's got one note to uh, to JJ uh, Abrams. Well, fuck what you did. <laughs> um, the, and the whole the whole side trip to the gambling planet I felt was silly. So it was like one of those movies for me. Like, like I was in France and I saw it. I saw it with my son. So we and we actually drove. So we were traveling through Europe. This is the time. We were traveling through Europe. We were living like kind of nomadically. So we'd spend six months a year in Europe. And so at the time it came out, we were in France and we actually made a special like weekend trip to go mm. to the nearest. Um, we had to go to Toulouse, which was the nearest city where we were. They had a version playing in English without um, subtitles. Um, so we actually like made a weekend trip to go to this place where we could see it. My son and I we saw it together. It was one of those movies where I came out. You know, like when you come out in the movie and you want to like it, but you're but if you're honest with yourself, you're like, I don't think I liked it as much as I, I wanted. So I had some of that going on with it because I loved Force Awakens so much. Like I'd seen it multiple mm-hmm. times, and it was so much fun, even though it was a rehash of Episode Four. But maybe that's what I think it needed that to bring back the mm-hmm. franchise after the prequels. And so I just felt like throwing out everything that was set up in episode one and um, the the whole side planet thing. So it, it was it was more of like execution of some of the things that of where I disliked it. And then Rise of Skywalker, I, I just think it's just god awful. So oh, it's <laughs> abomination. It's yeah, abomination. it is. Yeah, it's just like the whole thing of bringing the Emperor back. Like, yeah, I, I can't get into it. So it's like, I don't fault people who like The Last Jedi. I just, for me, it's just the miss. But I can understand, I can why, I can understand why people would like it. Like, 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 I can respect a filmmaker trying to do something different with the franchise. And I do love the fact that, hey, anyone can become a Jedi. Um, so they just they literally went into the whole prequel trilogy with no plan none whatsoever like not yeah nothing which is which is really unfortunate it's really unfortunate i mean yeah yeah, they just think they just take advantage of their fans and they're like it doesn't matter what we do because people are going to go see it and that's why i have such a problem with it yeah which is honestly which is why one of the things i appreciate about andor is because you almost to make a movie like Andor, you almost have to say, I don't think they did this, but you almost have to say, like, F the fans because mm-hmm. it's not because I don't even call it a Star Wars. Like, you can't go into Andor expecting Star Wars, which again, I think is a plus for it, but it's a way of showing there's so much rich material that you can do with, Star- with the Star Wars franchise that they haven't done. I like that Andor did that. I like that. I like that. The set design, like Coruscant, looked like a real city. Like you, oh Coruscant yes, it was, looks like they actually looks like built it's a glass. Sets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like that aspect of it. So, um, anyway, we don't need to go back in Andor, but, um, but yeah, no. I can, you know, the, the stuff that you all mentioned about why you like um, the Last Jedi, I can respect that. I think it, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, but we didn't, we didn't have to drive. I mean, I didn't have to drive. You know, to a whole other right. city and to make a whole, whole land. Yeah. In a whole other so, country, by the way. So I think that right. kind of sets a whole little tone yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I might have been a little pissed too. Like, I was a little <laughs> irritated that I spent so much money on 
I can't even remember. Well, the trip was fun. I mean, but, Toulouse is a beautiful city. So if you're going to watch a movie, you're not. If you're going to travel to a city to watch a movie, you're not that excited about. You can do worse than Toulouse, France. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, because oh, I'm sorry, Jason, you got something else. I to just add wanted to we... say, uh, those for those people who who want to get into Star Wars and doesn't want to watch any of the movies, Clone Wars is the best thing that Star Wars has ever done. And yeah, I've, I've heard the, that. the the Bad Batch, yeah. People get confused thinking you mean episode not, two, not episode two. <laughs> yeah, not well, the Bad the Batch is back on as well. And episode three of this new season, mm-hmm. magnifique. It I heard great. it's amazing. I heard it it's amazing. Episode three is amazing. But that's all I want to say. And 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 the fact that Andor and uh, Rogue One was written or was written by the same guy. Yes. Yeah. The showrunner of Andor is the writer of Rogue One, and that's why Rogue right. One's the best Star Wars movie as well. It's up yeah. there. I just you make me cringe every time you say it's the best Star Wars film, but it's not uh, the best Star Wars. But it's a everybody best. knows Empire Strikes Back is the best one. Thank you. <laughs> The one with Elox, right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Um, so I know before we wrap up again, because we pretty much have put on like damn near two hour, <laughs> longer than two hours. Yeah, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for the people still hanging out with us. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad that Ron wanted to join us again because um, if people don't know, because if you're just first time hearing about Ron Dawson, you know, you Jason know, put up the... I know he put up the book and everything, but Ron also has a podcast, and in his podcast, it has great adventures of Ron's blackness. But the, <laughs> se- the season finale was you finally going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, was it That's correct? Right. That's right. Uh, oh, with man. friends and everything, and I loved it. Like I Thank laughed you. so hard in it, and I'm like, I drive around and go do inspections. At one point, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard when you were pulling the prank. About ordering, oh, it's so great! So I don't want to ruin it because I want people to listen to it. But right, please share with people just your experience of tasting Roscoe's chicken and waffles and your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So just to give quick context, I'm in the Los Angeles area, and for a black man to live in Los Angeles and never to have gone to Roscoe Chicken and Waffles, some would say, is reason enough to lose your black card, quote unquote. And so my whole podcast, a big part of my podcast, is about and my book. Is about me being a black man, living my entire adult life in a predominantly white world and reconnecting with the black community and black people. And a big part of the podcast are my two co-hosts who are called the, the Bo and Dre to my junior, um, <laughs> clowning on me about a bunch of stuff that I don't know about the black community that I should. And so a lot of, I'm the butt of the jokes for a lot of this. But we also use the show, we use the show as a way to, to address issues of what it means to be black in America, et cetera. And so for the season finale, which was a couple months ago, um, one of the one of the things that came up early in the in the in the season was that I'd never been to Roscoe's chicken and waffles. And my girlfriend, who happens to be Chinese, she had she has been numerous times. She <laughs> oh, <even clowns>, no. <laughs> clowns me on have, never having gone. So we kind of built up this whole thing throughout the season, like, okay. When's Ron going to go to Roscoe's? And so we made the finale where I finally go, and um, and we go to the one in Hollywood. And um, the food was great. Um, you know, this is a minor spoiler, but one of the fun things about the the one that we went to was probably the least black 
<laughs> yes, I love that part. <laughs> this is Wasco Chicken and Waffles in Beverly Hills. <laughs> it is. It was the one in Beverly Hills. The one in Hollywood. It's the one in Hollywood. And they were, I kid you not, like, you did, like, you know, like you're playing music, right? So if you go to Wasco Chicken and Waffles, you expect to hear, like, I don't know, like, Hip hop, R and B, soul, jazz, R&B, They were playing like spando ballet and like wham, and <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, like, did they know I was coming? Like, they just, <laughs> 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 just, just for you, me. they follow your um, podcast. <laughs> right, like, um, the, the only black people at this at this Roscoe's was the the guard the woman who's who's the she wasn't a bouncer but she was the guard like the entire all the employees were um latinx not that there's anything wrong with that but again you expect <laughs> right, right. all right so it was just it was just kind of funny so we, we talked about like i need to go to i need to go to the one in watts i need yeah. to go to the one that's in a little bit more of a black community. yeah you may as well just door dashed it like at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was a, I think it's a fun episode. Um, another episode I want to plug is another thing that I explore on the show in a number of episodes is just my journey of faith, having grown up predominantly Christian and then how my Christianity faith has evolved. And so a number of episodes, I kind of get into that. And so I think it's, uh, I think it's episode 24 because episode 20 the season finale was episode 26 so i think episode episode 24 and the title is am i still a christian and it's actually one of the shortest episodes and i for me personally i feel like it's one of the most powerful i did but um mm -hmm. um um but like season finale that one and um episode three where we get into a big debate about um uh, crab is in a barrel, like me not knowing what that term meant. And then, oh man, <laughs> um, your mom never sent you to a seminar full of black people before, <laughs> right? Right, that's, I, mean, I think that's the show. Three. Yeah, I think that's I'm always trying show. to know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get back down here with me. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Dungeons and Directs podcast, and it's uh, anywhere you can find podcasts, uh, you'll uh, check it out. Next, When's next the next season eight. starting? When's the next season starting? Real quick. Yeah. Uh, I need to figure. We don't have a date yet. I need to figure out what because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it as long as the last one. Um, so mm -hmm. I need to figure out exactly what the format of the next season is going to be. So we're still mm -hmm. kind of figuring that out. What we're working on now is we, we want to put, we're putting together a proof of concept for an animated version of the book because we want to do it like oh, an animated awesome. an animated TV show of the book of my character and all the characters they interact with. And so we we've made a bunch of pitches to like people in Hollywood and stuff, and it's always like the kind of thing where everyone likes it, but not enough to actually buy it. And we kind yeah. of feel like we need to make something so people can actually see it, because for a lot mm -hmm. of people we pitch to, it's hard for them to kind of vision. So we figure let's just do like a five minute short film where we just kind of do it, and and have that to show people. Um, and so that's kind of like one of our high priorities now. Um, but it's so. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about it. If you come back on the show, something I want to talk to you I about is the echo back. chamber. Uh, oh. I did a video about that. I would love to talk about that. And then um, 
and how you just did a video about oh thanks uh, for watching yeah yeah I mean, we gotta support each other right yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh how you just did a video about um like the lgbtq community and yeah. if they're having a crisis of faith and you know where they can find the scriptures that help support them and yeah. i'd love to talk about that <laughs> yeah so, i would yeah no i appreciate that um you yeah. know one of the things that I talk a lot about because I do a lot of TikTok videos and I, I put some of them on Instagram. Follow and, you on TikTok. <laughs> uh, you I follow you on TikTok. I yeah. it, man. Um, but one of the ones I did recently was because in a huge debate in the Christian community is, is whether or not a, a real Christian can be gay affirming. And obviously, mm. there's a you know there's a number of progressive Christians who feel like you can, and there are a lot of conservative Christians who feel like you can't, and I think there's my state. My take is there's good arguments on both sides, and I was fault. I tend to fall on the side of of love and acceptance, and I feel like the arguments for the few verses that relate to homosexuality, I personally feel like the arguments for those not being against what we today consider like a homosexual quote unquote lifestyle are not like the context of the time were different. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, but there are a lot of people who are gay um, or, or queer or, or on one of the letters in LGBTQ who mm -hmm. believe in God, who want to have a relationship with God, but they struggle with, you know, will they have to give up? Is there a place them? for them? Is even? there a place for yeah. them? Do they have to live or essentially who they them? are? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I feel like, um, and I feel like there is. And so I kind of talk about that in one of my videos. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would love to come back and talk about that. Yeah. Um, oh, no. A religion it's episode, everybody. Well, no, the echo chamber <laughs> one. So, yeah, <laughs> we can. Awesome. Well, yeah, next time. But that <laughs> I myself time. tried that and I I couldn't do it. So yeah. I kudos to you. It's it's all right. So, you gotta pick I the couldn't. right. And she's talking about where I, I want to follow. I'm making a choice to follow people who who I don't necessarily agree with, both politically mm -hmm. and theologically. Um, but you have to pick and choose in terms of. Yeah. Because there are some where it's like, like for that same reason, I used to listen to Ben Shapiro's podcast for that exact reason. It's like, okay, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> at, the, at the time, he was the only conservative talk show host I could stomach. And now even him, I can't. Yeah, he's right off the resume. I used to listen yeah. to Sean Hannity until I couldn't stomach him anymore. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. At one point, yeah. he was like, oh, you're not so bad. And then I was like, oh, no, you are racist. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, next yeah. time I come, I'll let you do that. Ron, have you seen the movie Dope? Dope or no? Yeah, D O P E. No, I haven't. <gasps> you need to watch it. Yes, yes. Dope, dope. It's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. It is the Bible in which me and Jason worship. And I think if you see it, you'll worship from the Bible of Dope as well. It's a good movie. Shamik Moore is in it. What's the genre? Uh, it's. Uh, a hood uh, movie, I guess it's about. I guess yeah. I guess it's, 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 a, it's, it's a about. Movie. Yeah, tell them what it's about, real quick. It's so, about a, a young, a young African American kid uh, uh -huh. who lives in, in what would be considered a bad neighborhood, but trying uh -huh. to, uh, you know, be su successful and he get. He lives in uh, Oakland. He lives in, and right. get uh, a college scholarship, or basically get get into college, basically. Uh, to, 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 oh, to explain it even a, more, is it a TV show or a movie? That's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, I think I've, yeah, it looks familiar. I'm gonna add it to my. Shamik Moore's in it. Uh, 
I think you'll love it. Like it is made for. I hate to use the word black people like us, but it is made for like black people like us. Joey Kravitz is in it. Yeah, Joey Kravitz is in it. Yeah. We did a review on it a few weeks. We did a review on it back in October, November, I think. So, but yeah, definitely check that out. Um, that is all I have. I don't know if anybody has anything else. If not, Jason uh, can. I got one last thing. Uh, I've never eaten at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I always thought that was just a joke that people said. Roscoe's <laughs> 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 Chicken Waffles is a joke. Because uh, I saw uh, it in the movie. I, thought, I think I saw it. In, I, I want to say, I know it was in um, uh, Black Dynamite. That's uh-huh. probably where I first heard of it, and I was like, "That's that's not that's not real." But now you know, you come out here in Atlanta, you'll get food trucks where there's a white guy serving chicken and waffles, and you're like, "Oh, okay, you all live in Atlanta?" No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to live up there. Yeah, it it's gets better or worse. Jason, you make yeah. me proud and disappoint me so much every show. I'm sorry, like my no, parents so come much. from it's the just... south. We didn't eat chicken and waffles. All right, we Which barely got waffles. You, you guys all mentioned the same thing. Which county are you all in? Gwinnett. Gwinnett. Gwinnett, yeah. 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 Gwinnett. Yeah. Gwinnett's great. Success lives here. Yeah. For those who aren't from Gwinnett, there used to be water towers that said that. Yeah. Years and years and years ago. Yeah, no, uh, so I used to live in I used to live in, in Swanee, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I live right down the street from Swanee. Nice. Don't find me, people. <laughs> I'm just looking for you, yeah, Jason. You're just, just give them your social now. Tell them the name of your first pet, care, care. the name of the street you grew up on. Midnight. Okay. <laughs> said Jason. The middle name of right, your right. cousin. Middle name, favorite a, cousin. Antoine. So here's a here's a funny story. When we moved, so at the time, at the time we moved to Atlanta, I was married to a, a white woman. We were married for 17 years. We had a um uh amicable divorce um but at the time uh we were moving from cupertino to atlanta and uh i was trying to get an idea of like what it would be like living, being in an interracial relationship in the south because my only experience in the south prior to that was an experience i had driving across country which you all yeah. probably know from the book yeah. um wasn't great and so uh when we got to we arrived in Swanee, it was at nighttime. So oh, we were driving through, and you know, there's not a lot of street lights. So, like, we're driving and we're trying to, we didn't have our our furniture truck hadn't arrived yet. So, we have any of our stuff. So, we're trying to find a Walmart just so we can get some, some basic necessities. And we're driving through these back streets. And I felt like, you know, is this going to be deliverance up in here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> this is kind of funky. Uh, here with my white wife and my mixed son in Atlanta. Yeah, because if, if you don't the... know any better, mm-hmm. you don't you don't you don't know which parts of Atlanta are good and which part are not. But because if you're it's... on the northern side of Swanee, you're approaching Forsyth County. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so it's funny. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I asked my friends in Atlanta, okay, uh, you know what's it going to be like for real? And they all thought it's cool on and asked this one dude. He was a one person interest. He's his white photographer. And he said, Ron, here's the deal. As long as you stay within the, the this distance in the perimeter, you're cool. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Forsyth County. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Don't do it. No. <laughs> he used those exact words. And I was like, okay, okay, kept that in mind. Uh, and ironically, when I got there, 
because we came from Cupertino. The area we lived in was like more racially integrated than any place I lived in before. Like I would take my son to the park and there were like Latinos, Indians, whites, black people. Um, and obviously the closer you get to Metro Atlanta, it's even more hospitable for mm -hmm. black folks. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, but when you, when you get there, when you arrive at night and you don't know where you are. <laughs> oh, so Those <laughs> funny cops are are the worst at night, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they're not as bad as the loose cops, but they're pretty yeah. bad. Uh, I, 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 I would put, I, I put them on par. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed my time there. So, but yeah, next time I'm on, I definitely love to talk about those topics, Lisa. Yes, you. for sure. For uh, yeah. We can have one of those special, real serious episodes. This is a real serious episode. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a graphic for it. <laughs> Put up some help hotline numbers at the end if you need. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the help hotline is just going to be you and Lisa's number. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you calling me? <laughs> and, you know, in all seriousness, if you know, if that's one of the topics you want to you want to talk about, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called Pray Away, and it's about the conversion therapy movement oh. in the Christian community. It is really good, and it's and they interview. Um, people, you know, LGBTQ people who were Christian and then they were, well, they tried to, like, they tried yeah. to live their lives married and whatnot, and then going back to being their true selves and just talking about the trauma. And, but what's cool about it, even though the obviously the, the, the movie itself is progressive and it's a positive message about you know, being gay, um, they don't a hundred percent paint all Christians as like evil or negative or whatever. Um, I mean, they definitely talk about the trauma that these people go through and how horrible conversion therapy is. But there's one, there's one queer person who they interview who's a Christian, whose whose ministry it is to quote unquote save people from that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But the way they they portray him in a way where it's like. He's not demonized in any way. And so I felt like they did a good job of telling a side of the story that wasn't completely um, demonizing, no pun intended, that particular aspect. <laughs> but it's just a well done documentary and it's on Netflix. Okay. And, um, you know, that is one of the things I recommend people watching if they have, you know, if you've ever come out of a traumatic experience being queer in a Christian community, you know, I think a movie like that can offer some catharsis. Mm -hmm. It'd be a good one to discuss if I ever came yeah. back. Yeah. You want to have a serious episode. I'm here for that. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, it's late over there for you. It's all. late. Yeah. yeah. We got to wrap it's it up. Past our bedtimes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to yeah. go eat dinner. <laughs> I got to eat my second dinner, Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> Real quick, I want to talk about uh, a, a small film that's coming. I don't think it's a small film, but uh, there's a movie coming out called OK Boomer. And it's by a local film oh, cool. um, Maker. creator. What am I trying to say? Filmmaker. Yeah, filmmaker. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that, that one that makes films? Where do yeah. they call it? <laughs> the, the, trailer, the official trailer drops tomorrow. And oh, cool. so uh, it's on the YouTube channel is Retro Rad Films. 
the oh, movie's cool. called okay boomer local filmmaker it's and it's going familiar. to yeah, it's a Kennes- what i i sent you guys what it's going to kennesaw kennesaw film festival so check out that um trailer and show them some love and let's we will um we'll put it on the head canning head cannon um facebook website i'll make sure we put that on there for people to watch it if Jason will probably put it on our on Twitter for us and all that. So if you follow us, you'll be able to find it and let's support them and show them that that GA love and uh, worldwide yeah. love because I'm excited about. I'm all for trashing boomers, so I'm here for it. <laughs> Dude, we almost boomers as it is. <laughs> you better stop that. I am not a boomer. You better. Hey, someone's birthday is coming up soon. Next month after next, it's yours. Guess who's older than me, though? So it doesn't matter. Oh, boo. <laughs> also, everybody, don't forget to get the next book club book, Fifth Season by N.K. Jessamine. Uh, we will be reviewing this on the 25th. And also, if you haven't got it, get Mr. Ron Dawson's book, Dungeons and Durags. Hey. We already did this. Is a good, this is a good time. If you go to my, you go to my website, dndbook.com, um, my publisher is selling it for 30% off until the end of this month. All right. So this is a good time to get it if you want to. Or just call him up on his website and buy it directly for him so he gets all the money. <laughs> yes. All the monies. All the monies. Uh, what else? Um, oh, don't forget, if we get to 5,000 subscribers. Yeah. You'll torture Jason and I, myself uh, yep. in hot yogurt. And yep. ready. Not have, I, I'm if not we ready. Get to, if we get to 10,000 subscribers, Jason will agree with me on everything. I agree with you the entire all time. <laughs> So he has to agree with everything I say. Look, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. going to the gym, getting ready for this hot yoga, guys. So yes, I'm just letting y'all know I'm taking this dead serious, guys. Let's make it happen. And if we get also, to 50,000, I get to talk about Taylor Swift the whole episode. Yeah. Also, uh, next week I think we're going to be reviewing interview of the Vampire the TV series. Oh, yes. As yes. well as maybe the movie uh, from 1994. Is it on yeah, anything? I'm down for that. We can probably find it. I know how to do it. the internet, all right? We can find it. <laughs> you know how I feel about pirating things. I, I didn't say that, Lisa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Me whoa. and Lisa pay for no commercials. Yeah, we are above board. Whoa, we like to yo, pay yo. our way through things. Uh-huh. So <laughs> we government name is on this. Don't be saying stuff like that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And also, I think House Party comes out next week as well. We might. We have to debate if we want to review that because we don't know if Jason can uh, stomach it. So <laughs> yeah. let's just go with interview of the vampire movie and series. And yeah. Okay. We'll with the later. Yeah. Okay. Where was it better? But uh, uh, Ron, do you have any parting words for our guests? No, I, uh, this is a ton of fun. I look forward to doing it again. All right. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Um, don't forget to shop local, support small businesses, um, and just don't be an asshole. Mm. <laughs> Jason, you can find me on all the socials at just blurred runner. Oh yeah. Yes. All the socials. I should do what you all do and put it in my name on the yeah. I'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just blurred. So just gonna, runner. 
Synergy, synergy, guys. I don't know, man. Ron was so tough on Lisa. Lisa may not have you back. She, she said, <laughs> yes. nah, no, I don't know. know. No. <laughs> She's the boss. She's the one. I already got to deal with you two all day. I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> I just, when I told him last week, Ron, I was like, I feel like you guys are purposely picking stuff that you know I'm not going to like, just to make me angry. Like, can we just try to do? So they're giving, oh. they're doing me a favor and doing an interview with the vampire. Nice. What's yes, the interview the vampire the series and. Interview the vampire of the show, and then we have to review the cleaner. Uh, cleaner, yes. so that's yeah. that's our yeah. show. We, we did cleaner yeah, for you, you as well, so but we just skipped that today. Uh, Jason, you have any uh, closing words for our guests? Uh, as always, man, thank everybody for watching, joining us. The numbers are getting better and better. Um, really, really appreciate it. Is like Lisa and Jason said, share it to as Jason said, share it with two other friends and then <laughs> and make them watch it. Friends. And they only have to watch it, just let them hit play on YouTube. <laughs> And yeah. then they can just do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Like we still uh, get the view. If you have a dog that's alone by himself in the house, put him on. Put us on. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs uh, love us. Always, as always, Ron, thank you for coming, man. It, it's always dope having yeah. you. Like I always say, you have an open invitation. So whatever you want to pop Thanks, up man. and come through, you just let me know or one of us know, man. And we'll, I mean, I'll never say no. Lisa, maybe, but I'll never say no. Uh, I so. asked him to come back. Talk about serial <laughs> what are you guys even talking about? Lisa's just set these narratives for Lisa. Like, yeah, Lisa said she hated it. She's like, I never said it. Yes, mm, mm. close wow. enough. Uh, so, but I appreciate it, Rod, as always. Like I said, yeah, keep man. doing your thing. Any way that we can ever support you, I definitely that. 100% let us know because we're, yeah. we're all here for that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Everybody, keep watching, man. We keep trying to make. As Lisa said, eventually we're going to get a good format for the show. Maybe, possibly, <laughs> one, day. one day around here it may happen. We're already like episode so eighty. Much until we're like, episode okay, eighty, this bro. Sunday night movie shit didn't happen overnight. All right, <laughs> <laughs> there were eighty episodes deep. I'm pretty sure, like it is what it is at this point. But okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Y'all have a wonderful and excellent day. Always be kind, be considerate, and tip your servers and bartenders at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. If you see Jaren on the street, say just because there's an owl bear doesn't mean it's good. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks. See you next week. Peace. Yeah. 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 Next week. Peace. We are 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 next week. Peace. 
we are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. Peace. We are next week. 